0: Hustle fam, hustle fam. What's good? Happy Truck and hustle Tuesday. Um, listen, um, you know, today is um, <clears throat> we 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 are getting used to a new normal today, as they call it, right? Um, a lot of uncertainty, um, a lot of questions. A lot of confusion. Um, but first, I want to just say that <clears throat> if if you are hearing this right now, I want you to know that you are blessed. You are alive. Right. You have another day to get it right. Um. So first, be thankful. Right. Be thankful that you are here. Um, and you're alive, right? Let's focus on the good. Um, it's a lot going on, you know what I'm saying? And, 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 and it's crazy, you know, and, you know, things are unfolding as we speak and, you know, things are changing in our lives as we speak, but we're going to have to adapt and, um, you know, we strong. That's what we do. We adapt. So, I just want to encourage everybody to not be fearful. Um, I want to encourage everybody to, um, you know, take guidance from smart people, you know, be intelligent in your moves Um, and let's work together. To um, get over and get through this tough situation with this virus. Um this coronavirus we are praying for everybody affected, and um, you know, we're just gonna keep on keeping on keep on trucking keep on hustling um I wanna definitely take this time to thank all of the truck drivers um all of the people in the transportation industry because, as y'all know. When everybody else, you know, turns off and shuts down, that's when we get in the game. You know what I'm saying? That's when it's our time. That's when we get called to the plate to do what we do. You know what I'm saying? To um, uh, be there to um, offer those emergency services and, you know, replenish these empty shelves and Make sure everybody is okay. So thank you. Salute to y'all. Salute to us, everybody in this trucking industry. All y'all give yourselves a pat on the back. Y'all are heroes. Heroes. All right. Um. So, you know, I just wanted to put that out there as well. Um. Today's show is going to be a little bit different. Um. In light of everything going on, we're going to be talking about healthcare. Um, it's dope because I got connected with a couple who are in the healthcare field. Um, they have a company called the Bang Group with this, which is healthcare services, um, but they're doing things a little bit differently um, than traditional. Um, they actually are in telemedicine um, and virtual medicine, which is where you can actually um, set up medical appointments via um a phone call or you know via a video conference as well as have on site visits as well um you know really dope you know uh, a very innovative and you know new industry, and you know they're doing their thing out of South Carolina good people um and I really enjoyed our conversation um as you can see. We spoke for a while. <laughs> we got into a lot of different things from um, you know, the coronavirus, which is, you know, everybody's present concern to just general health care, preventative maintenance and so forth and so on. So I really think y'all gonna jo- y'all are going to enjoy um you know, this, this talk. Um and um you know, I just wanna encourage everybody to stay strong and um, you know, Work together, keep each other lifted up, um, you know, keep your spirits high, um, you know, and this too shall pass, as everybody says, right? This too shall pass. we going to be all right. We're going to be good. Um, so, yo, um, on Truck and Hustle Tuesday, you know what we do, right? As always, we put our ears on, and if you smell something burning, it's only your desire So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Um,
1: the answer to the question is, I think that no, it's not a hoax, but they have taken advantage of the fear factor and their fear mongering to an excessive degree to uh, create a panic situation where it actually facts over fear is what needs to be given.
0: Turn my mic up. let you take that. Yeah, yeah, uh, on the road to the riches. Life takes a toll like bridges. Good friends become foes, snitches. Better watch your nose in your business. So let's get started guys. Um truck and hustle, truck and hustle. Um family. So listen, um you guys know um that right now, uh it seems like the country is in crisis mode. Um we are now dealing with what seems to be a very serious pandemic, um, coronavirus. And, you know, it is very interesting because I was, you know, just hoping that I would be able to find someone to speak um, intelligently on, on this topic. Um, you know, I didn't have anybody within my, net, my, my network specifically. And, you know, I was just kind of, you know, doing my own research. And I said, you know, it, it's very important that we get some information out here about this topic to the Hustle fam. And, man, you know, God, won't he do it, right? So, so you know, yes, he will. I, I've, I've been blessed um, to, to you know, come in contact with a husband and wife couple um, who actually have some knowledge on a specific topic. And they are here with me today, guys. So I want to welcome to the show um, Prunetta Brunson and uh, Fitzgerald Gatson of the Bang Group, the Bang Group LLC. Welcome to Truck and Hustle today, guys. Welcome to the show. Thank, thank you thank you thank you so Appreciate right. thank you for having us no 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 problem at all so um the bank group llc um is a virtual and telemedicine um uh how, 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 do, how do i say virtual and telemedicine um services is that correct mm-hmm. what, family, care actually, services. family care yeah. services okay because this is new to me as well this this right. this this entire Um, you know, specific business model is new to me as well. So I'm learning here too. So um, virtual and telemedicine primary care services. Um, You guys are based out of uh, Columbia, South Carolina, right? Right. Um, And and you guys are in the field of healthcare. Um, So uh, Fitzgerald reached out to me um, with everything going on. And he said, man, you know, we can speak about this, this coronavirus. We can talk to the Hustle fam and let them know what's going on. And I thought that was dope, man. I said, let, let, let's do it. Let's do it immediately. Let's move swift. Um, so they're here with me today, and um, we're about to get into it. So um, I want you guys just to introduce yourselves really fast, um, starting with you, Pranetta. Um, just tell the Hustle fam a little bit about yourself, um, You know your, your backstory um, in healthcare, and um, what you're doing right now with the Bang group.
2: Okay. Well, my name is Pranetta Brunson. I'm a nurse practitioner. So I um, started in healthcare, mm, I will say 20 20 plus years ago, Um, started as a a nursing assistant actually, and worked my way up from that to LPN, to a registered nurse, and then to my master's. So um, I have been around the healthcare field um, for a pretty uh, extensive period of time. And of course, the reason why I got started is because I always wanted to be able to help someone. Um the other thing is most of my family um are nurse practitioners or nurses. So of course it's in my blood. I, I knew exactly what I wanted to do from from um I won't say from infancy, but from a young age. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so I knew that I knew my path. But the major thing is I knew I had to set goals in order to get to where I was going. So um at this point now I am servicing Columbia, South Carolina. I work at a um, hospital, Providence Hospital, uh, which has two locations, and I work there as a um, hospitalist, which is a person that actually admit patients into the hospital after being seen by an ER physician or a direct admit. Uh, the other thing that I do um, is I'm a uh, hospital administrator for um, one of the Actually, it's three large hospitals here, but it's um, for the largest hospitals here in South Carolina. Okay. So it's, um, it's a pleasure to be able to be here today to be able to talk to the audience in regards to, you know, health care. And also exact- what people are actually faced with today is with the um, this coronavirus and wanting to know exactly what to do and how to take care of themselves.
0: Got you. Got you. Thank you. So. Fitzgerald, you are you are in the trucking industry, right? Absolutely. Uh, th- yes, th- th- this is what you do. So it's, um, it's interesting how these two worlds kind of collide. Like, right, you know, healthcare, trucking, that's how we get to truck and hustle. You know what I mean? So yeah, um just, sure. just just talk briefly about, um, you know, uh, your career in the trucking industry just to kind of put everything in context so, you know, people can kind of know where we're going here.
1: Right, right, right. Well, for me, um, I started out, in trucking originally in 1987. I am I was a banker, a, a marketing, a finance and marketing major at Morehouse, and uh, and I got out, got and went to work for Bank of America in 87, and after about six months of seeing how the politics was being played out, I told my father, I said I wanted to go to trucking school. Well, my mom wasn't trying to feel none of that, bro, because they hit you know it, it was like 85 grand to go to Morehouse back then, um, So I went to trucking school. And I learned, um, how to mountain drive, you know, back then you had two types of drivers, you know, flat country or mountain drivers. So I, I learned how to drive in the hills. And my first truck was a Peterbilt 359. I'm 22. I don't know what I got, 13 speed, but I do know this. I love that truck. You know, right. it got in me, loved, the, you know, just love to feel a run in cross country. Um, but, uh, did that for a couple of years and, um, my, uh wife at the time had gave me an ultimatum, like, look, you got to get out of this trucking business. So I got in the car business and was in the car business for over 20 years, um, from sales to management to owning the store and uh, used to help a lot of folk. We used to own a dealership called a Carpoller 8. I was one of the dealers that got caught up in the uh, recession um, back in 07, so forth and so on. Um, fast forward uh, to 2012, I ran across an opportunity talking to, ironically, to another trucker. Uh, I wasn't in the industry. And he told me about Expedite, i.e., also known as Hot Shot. And we talked about the income potential. That was that Saturday. I was, I was a service manager selling him some tires at uh, one of the large tire dealers in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. And Nissan was having a new business um, offering for vans, for, for um, high cubes. Well, anyway, I got approved that Wednesday. I was in the hot shot business that Friday, so seven days later, I was in the business. Um For me, I learned the business fast, backwards, and 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 I think you know what I mean by that. <laughs> I learned. <laughs> I had my. I got my. I'll be honest with, with the whole truck uh, hustle, uh, fam. I got my ass handed to me because 2012 price of gas and fuel through the roof, you know. And then I'm a new guy. I don't understand how the dispatch works. I don't understand truck placement. All I know is. I'm out here, I'm trying to get this money. And uh I learned, you know, I learned some I took I took some L's. I took some L's. Um and uh 2015 I went and got my CDL again. Um and then um we'll get into the, the other story about that later and, and, and got it with with the intent of being able to do what I do now, which is act, act as own operator. And so from twenty fifteen until now, I've been back in this industry uh and I love it because we get to deliver 75% of the goods, whether it's from the port, flatbed, drive-in, reefer, those are the areas that I'm familiar with. But, you know, um, that's pretty much how I got to where I am at this point.
0: Okay. Got you, got you. So you're working in the trucking industry. Um, <laughs> Prunetta is in, in, in the healthcare field, all right? So how do we come together um, and, 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 and form the band group? Talk to me about the inception of the band group, where the idea came from, and how that whole concept got started.
2: I will tell you, you know, it's kind of funny because, um, you know, when I sat down and I um, did a little bit of research, I shouldn't say a little bit. I love to, like, research stuff. Um, Fitzgerald tell you I'm always researching stuff. But anyway, <laughs> um, I looked at, um, believe it or not, I looked at information in regards to medical marijuana. Um, you know, at the time, um, I had just finished a contract out in California. And, um, you know, that was like a growing thing or or already rapid, you know, as in regards to being, um, uh, legal on both sides, you know, whether it's medical or uh, recreational. Um, so once I came home, um, started researching information in regards to like, you know, how do you get started in doing some of those things? How do you get involved with trying to, um, to help people in regards, you know, to pain and um, um, illnesses. So I looked at some things and then I started looking at the stock market because I also like to dabble a little bit in stocks. So I started saying certain stocks were like elevating. So I was starting to put money into like stocks and um, I researched some more information in regards to um, how to get started in regards to, you know, opening up a, um, a dispensary, you know, how to get, um, how to learn about medical marijuana, how to be a bud tender, all these, you know, different things. So once I started reading other women's stories, because it's, if you believe it or not, it's more women in the industry, um, that have become millionaire to billionaires in the medical cannabis, um, on both sides, recreational and cannabis. Okay. So that part really, you know, spurred me on where I was just like, okay, wait a minute. Okay, wait a minute. How can I do this on the medical side? So uh, I think Memphis was, I think we were on a date. It was like a date night. So we wound up going to two um, TGI Fridays. And as we were driving, you know, he was just like, yeah, you know, I was thinking about X, Y, and Z. And I was like, well, I'm gonna tell you what I, what I thought about, cause I didn't know how he was gonna, you know, take this. And I was like, um, I'm thinking about medical cannabis. And he was just like, um, what, do you, what do you mean? So I was just like, well, I read up on this, you know, really it's, it's so new. No one really knows a lot about it. And it, it wasn't more on the research side. It was more on how to have a business and also care for patients. So um I expressed to him that, hey, you know, this is like a, a, you know, a cash business kind of thing. And but at the same time, it's helping people and it's, you know, new research and it has not been touched here on the East Coast. So we went into TGI Fridays and we were sitting down, you know, we were discussing some things in regards to like, you know, cash, um, seeing patients, dispensaries, you know, getting all excited because I was just like, okay, I want a one stop shop. I want to, I want to have it where, you know, we, they can, they can see me I make the recommendations and they can go over next door and go to the dispensary. Well, of course, you know, that's how, how I remember everything um, happening. (laughs) We were sitting down writing numbers and writing how we can do everything. We didn't have a name at the time, but um, just getting excited about the whole concept. And it was funny because I just remember Fitzgerald's face when I um, looked at him and I was just like, you know, what do you think about, you know, a medical cannabis um being part of the practice? And I just, I just remember him looking at me like, I'm in. Like I, I see <laughs> I see exactly where you're going with this. So right, right, I mean, right. it just it just spurred on from there. And then um then that's when we started saying, okay, well we can, you know, we can do this we can do that. And then that's when I started researching the fact about um the tele and virtual health, because I started seeing that in California. A lot of my teachings came from California. So I I saw that they were doing the, you know, the delivery service. They were actually able to um, speak to someone virtually in order to get their recommendations for, you know, different medications. Um, And more so, I want to say, for the medical cannabis side. So um, that's kind of like how this part came into be in regards to virtual and tele. But then I just started thinking about how to incorporate other things, not just the medical cannabis. And that's when, of course, the other part of, Hey, how about have a actual practice where we can virtually see patients and also do medical cannabis at the same time. So it's like being able to take care of the whole family, the whole um, gamut in regards to um, healthcare, whether Mm. it's dealing with, you know, Chronic management of pain because that's my biggest thing is getting people off of like pain manage- um, uh, pain medication. Okay. We have this big huge thing with people, you know, um, being on a lot of pain medication. So of course, spurred that part on. So really, that's how everything just kind of it just all kind of just started coming. Like you know, we were just like, oh, we we can do this and we can do that, and it just all came together. Really, hmm. wound up working out. But I don't know, Fitzgerald may have a different story. That's how I remember it just being so excited about it, which I'm still excited about as you can tell right. but it's, it's just nice because it's so innovative and it's something that everyone can be a part of and it's not limited to you know just being a certain age unfortunately you know uh, older generation you got to kind of help them because people are so used to just going into a location so it's got nice you. to be able to be able to bring this to the table
0: got you got you. Um, just to kind of dive a little bit deeper into that. So, in virtual and telehealth, how exactly does it work? So, for someone who wants to um, sign up with the Bang Group, um, talk to me a little bit about about the process and and the 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 care that they'll receive. Just so I kind of just so the audience could understand it a little bit sure, deeper sure. on a deeper level.
2: So let's just say, um, for example, this is your first visit. You wanted to come see um, the Bang Group. So we are the, the only telehealth, virtual telehealth practice within South Carolina, period. Um, of course, you know, they have it where, you know, it's, uh, insurance companies have this. But we are someone that you can actually tangibly touch and see if you needed to. So we offer three different types of services. One like, um, is virtual, where you can actually see us by tablet, by laptop, by iPad, your phone, you, um, you're you actually able to talk directly with the physician. Now, I, I, you know, at the time, I can't touch you, but I can actually go by your symptoms, some of the things that, that's going on with you, and kind of make a diagnosis. Um, but as far as with the tele, tele part, and like I was um, looking at before, that there's some people that may not have a laptop or maybe not have access to it at that time they can even call in for simple it it can be simple things you know of course it can't be anything major because some things i have to see them but if they're calling in by phone is where they can actually tell me hey you know i just need a prescription refill or you know uh, and this this is a patient that i may have already spoke with before in the past okay where um they may just need simple things and i can try to either walk them through what they need to do. You know, if it's a simple code and maybe, you know, just give them a couple of things in regards to like, Hey, you can get this cough medicine, some honey, do some tea and you're fine. You don't need to pay any money to do anything else. Here's your, here's your information. Um, or it can be where I'm like, Hey, I need to see you. Okay. If it's where I need to see them, they can come into the office at 1320 main street and that's in Columbia, South Carolina um, suite 300 so normally, if they come in, of course, it's just like any other visit. You know, you're being seen by someone where we can actually see um, see you face to face, give you your diagnosis, and we'll send your prescriptions electronically. So okay. all of it is is the same exact thing as if you walked into our office and sat down in front of me. It's the same as if you were on your laptop or computer. It makes it so simple because now people are so busy in life that they don't have as much time to set up an appointment wait for someone to tell them that they have to come in at um tuesday at 5 p.m when here when you're virtual uh, virtual visit you can go right on our website at www.thebangroup.com. t-h-e-b-h-a-n-g-g-r-o-u-p <laughs> go straight to the website and you can pick your times to actually when it's convenient for you to be seen by a provider. Once you pick those times and what type of service that you're looking at, like some of the, ser- some of the services that's listed on there, say for example, like a UTI or um, a cold or air infection, or um, maybe it's um, something to do with alternative medicine. Like I said, we offer different, different services in that regards, uh, whether it's medical cannabis or is weight management. Um, but those are, you know, um, I should say some samples that you can wind up looking at in regards to our visits, you pick one of those visits and then you pick your provider. We have, uh, a, a, um, family, um, physician and we also have a pediatrician. So we're able to cover the whole family, you know, not just, um, you know, someone from 17 and on we can cover even from infancy and up. Normally, of course, you know, most people already have their um, pediatrician, but if they didn't, they have someone at, you know, if they needed to call someone that they, they couldn't get in touch with their pediatrician, they can um, get in touch with someone to, to help their child virtually, that they didn't want to get out of the bed or didn't want to bring around other sick people. Now with this coronavirus, who wants to be in, in, you know, big groups or different locations when you can be in the comfort of your home, not around anyone else that's sick? And you can actually make your appointment, say exactly what your what your um, your illness is, and then we can actually see you virtually. Once we see you and we say, okay, this is something that I can treat just virtually, I'll send your prescriptions over electronically. Everything mm-hmm. is done by computer. Your your prescriptions are sent electronically to the pharmacy. You go and pick your um your prescriptions up all you did was leave the, the comfort of your house just to get your prescriptions. Mm. Some places even deliver prescriptions now. You know, they make it kind of, you know, simple. But the main thing that we were focused on um, with the Bang Group is being able to provide that tele and virtual um, services to people for their convenience, whether you're at work, you know, maybe, maybe you're on a truck like um, Fitzgerald and here you need your, you know, you're going to be in town soon. You need to make sure that you have your medication already at the pharmacy. You can go ahead and go online, make that appointment, and everything is done for you. By the time you get home, your prescriptions are already ready. You're not waiting in line. So it cuts out all that time that you're wasting staying at the doctor's office, standing waiting for them to come in to come see you. Then, they, then after you do all that, how long do do they normally stay with you in the doctor's office? About ten minutes, give you a diagnosis, and you <laughs> right. out the door. That's right. right. That's right. Yeah. So that's the nice part about virtual and telemedicine. Um, and the reason why I'm saying it's two different things because a lot of people always always relate it to telemedicine. Mm-hmm. But we did something a little different. We we um, broke it up. Like I told you, with tele, virtual and in office and it's just the, basically for the convenience for all patients you know any age all patients whatever you know type of service that you may need we're available whether it's by telephone virtual or if you need to come into the practice now the the part that um i don't know if if you you went on our website or not but the part that a lot of people don't realize is that virtual visits or our virtual visits we made it very uh, affordable for people Um, Because I wanted to be able to help as many people as I possibly can. And um, our services start as low as $50 for a virtual visit. Okay. And then, of course, you know, depending on what your services are, you know, it goes from there. But normally, if you're getting your refills or, um, or if you're coming to see us for a visit, we make it very um, convenient and affordable for you. And then the other um, nice part is the fact that, like I said, the, the quickness of having your prescription sent electronically. And here you can go back to work. You could see us on the lunch break. You can wind up being at your, your desk or at home in your pajamas, you know, have an appointment, Right. that kind of thing. It's very simple, very simple. And, the, you know, the, the thing is a lot of people may not be aware of, virtual and telemedicine and it's only because it's kind of new more on um, I I should say in certain areas but we're really trying to get the word out of having virtual and telemedicine especially now with all this you know hype of the coronavirus and you know they're actually suggesting that you do telemedicine versus going into the um, doctor's office or into the hospital
0: gotcha Got you. So, is it a a a network of physicians? Because I'm here in Jersey, um, you know, and you're in, you're in South Carolina. So, if I wanted to um, see one of you know uh, see one of your your physicians, would I just contact you? Let's say we do something virtually. But what if I wanted mm-hmm. to do an on-site? i I'd have to. Do you have a network outside of South Carolina?
2: Okay, so the nice part is that you're in Jersey. Well, I'm not sure what part of Jersey you're in, and, and I'm glad you're from Jersey, because I am too. There we go. Yeah, I'm from <laughs> South Jersey. Okay. But um, yes, we Me did too. actually. the major thing about the bang group is that's the other difference is it's not trying to be where we're local we're we're trying to expand this where we're able to see patients you know in different states so we're actually licensed in multiple states along with not only just the physicians but as well as other nurse practitioners so actually there's a nurse practitioner in your area um but she is in let's see she's in the delaware area philadelphia and new jersey so more in that south, south portion okay um of um jersey so if you wanted to see see her say go in or you have to be close to that location okay um if it's where for example you could have a virtual visit um i can see you here in south carolina and still see you in New Jersey. Just like we're sitting here talking now, right. I, can, I can do the same exact thing, send your prescriptions electronically to the pharmacy and um, go from that way. As long as we, we, we made sure we put ourselves in a uh, position to be able to provide services, not just for the state of South Carolina, but the intention future wise to be um, pretty much on the East Coast and venture out to other states as well.
0: Got you, got you, got you.
2: Okay, okay. Fitzgerald,
0: yeah. me. I am. I done All a lot right. of listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. So, um, talk to me about a little bit of the part that you play, um, with 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 the Bang Group. Um Talk right. to me about your your role in the business.
1: Sure. Well, uh, as you know, I'm the I'm the co-founder. That's the CEO. She won't like I said. She real humble. She won't tell you that she the CEO. She also won't tell you that she managed six thousand employees in the hospital system you know she's just that way you know must be that south jersey thing with y'all you know what i'm saying uh so y'all neighbors but for me um i spent 20 years in the car business so i am a true salesman um and when i say that i don't mean that arrogantly. i mean that i studied my craft uh i went to uh, dale carnegie i'm a zig ziglar guy uh jackie cooper dave delgado so I act in this regard as the business development slash marketing guy, um, as you see from my tenacity reaching out to you. Uh, no for me just means I don't. you don't have enough information to make a yes decision. And so for me, when Pernetta brought the idea of the band group to us during our date night, um, I, we were doing it literally on a napkin, waiting on the ribs to get delivered. <laughs> and we 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 talked about the structure, uh, the different auspices in terms of what we wanted to do. Virtual medicine, which, which for people who don't know the word virtual, it's video conferencing. Video. So 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 for people who know they, they hear the term, let me just clarify because I'm old country boy. Three and four still seven. It's it's video conferencing. So or you or Facetiming. So we had the virtual piece, we did the telepiece piece, and of course the in person piece. So like she said. From the, from the initial standpoint, um, it started with medical cannabis and transitioned into a full family practice with the medical cannabis as a, as a suppositional component, as opposed to the predominant component. Because keep in mind, South Carolina is still, um, hadn't passed the medical ca- cannabis part, but we, by us being a multi-state licensed practice, we still can practice. Because uh, we hold licenses in California, Arizona, Florida, North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, Maryland um, PA and New York. So that, that we, and, and I and Pranetta sat down from that standpoint, we didn't want to be boxed in because we understand the politics of the game and me being in, having been in business over 30 years and having dealt with politicians and, and regulatory issues. I knew from the outset that we need to put ourselves in a position where we could, we could move and transition for the people. And, and that's what I do. I stay up on the policies. I interact with the politicians. I do the business development component. Um, I also, act as the chief cook and bottle wash in terms of selling. Um, for for me, it's to create the business. You know, like my, I have old saying: "We don't eat until there's an ass in the seat." It's
0: just, <laughs> <laughs> it's just,
1: that's just real talk. So, cause that, from that's the, a fact. When, when when the car business, you was unemployed until you had a customer in front of you. You know right. what I mean? And so, it's the same thing in the medical practice. The difference with 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 with, with physicians. Um, for one, uh, setting up a medical practice is a very expensive undertaking Um, and you don't, as any business, you don't automatically incur super, super dollars. Like people assume because doctors, you know, make good money. Well, you are foregoing that money to do this for the betterment of the people. You know, and so to create this practice as as a lot of boys in the South say, coming out the mud, we started with customers with patient zero and came up Went there to where we are now. And so, you know, a lot of it has been um, good old-fashioned, shaking hands, handing out business cards, literally um, making flyers. Uh, we have a, a three-part tri of folders with information. We use digital marketing. We've done we've done TV. We've done radio. We've done billboards. So all of that came up under my auspices as the, quote, unquote, co-founder slash business development. Now, I have, we have a brand ambassador who is one of the uh, local radio station DJs. His name is um, Houston Harris. Uh, his moniker is h or Hollywood Dub on IG. Now, that's the guy that you hear on the video that we did with No Grease, shout out No Grease, um, that did the narration. So okay. everybody that we have on our staff from our uh, pediatrician, who's a Yale graduate, uh, our uh, D.O., which is a family, of other, other family physician, he's a, he's a Morehouse man. You, I mean, my wife already told you about her accomplishments. Uh, I'm a Morehouse dropout. So everybody at the table is preeminent in their particular field or their own. they own. In other words, they hold their own. You know. So what we did was we put a, a mastermind collective together to bring the people the right services that they need, and we priced it at a price point where people can afford and we made it flexible, and made it uh, uh, flexible enough for, for them to offer. So, for example, um, you already heard about the fifty-dollar um, medical visit online, be it tele or virtual. Well, our in-person visit—you go to urgent care. I don't know what urgent care costs in Jersey, but I think it's about one twenty-five, one fifty, give or take. It
0: could um, be it could be that, or even more. It depends. I mean, it could be up to okay. three hundred dollars for urgent care.
1: Exactly. So now they have no personality. They don't want. They want zero. They don't want zero combo. They want. They want Mr. Wiley, let me get that money first. Well, that same visit with us is $65.
0: Mm.
1: Mm, Exactly. And so, um, uh, you know, we have various services. Like my wife alluded to weight management. That's one of her her pet peeves in terms of helping people with chronic disease or chronic illness, minimize the expansion of that. So for me, my job is to make sure that people are aware of the things and the services that we offer to the component that to the point where they are not just interested, but they understand, look, this is a value proposition that we're creating so that you don't have to be treated like a second class citizen because you may or may not have insurance. So part of the advertising directive that I put together was we do uninsured, Underinsured and those who have a high deductible because, in that regard, all three hell, if you don't have you don't have if you ain't got no money, all right, if you don't have enough insurance or if you got a high deductible, that's just like not having insurance. So, what we want to be with the advocate to say, look, not only do you have the opportunity to get quality health care at a proper price, we're going to give you what's called concierge medicine, which is what rich folk had when the doctor come to them, so to speak. So we, we we've taken that integrative approach and, and 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 actually made it where people can afford it on a, in a on a interrelatable basis because not only can you talk to a physician and interrelate with the physician but you had the opportunity to sit down and, and literally visit like our in person our uh, virtual and television are done in 20 minute intervals if you were in person in urgent care that doctor may see you five to seven minutes. They don't have they don't have the time. Any ten minutes they they're not going to take the time. They don't have the time. Well, with us, you have that time because that time slot for you is your time slot, and mm. you get to use up all that time. So now you have the opportunity to become more familiar and more relatable with your particular caregiver slash provider. Um, so you ask, what else do I do? So I uh, in addition to that, I we created a product called uh, the Main Group Wellness Plan. Um, and to expound expound upon that, what we have created is a one-on-one integrative wellness insurance, self-funded by the bank group, where we have a list of services that we provide to the general public, i.e. the patient base, that allows them to pick the services that he or she or they as a family is important to them, say chronic illness, hypertension management, diabetes management, um, weight men, so forth and so on. You put that under your insurance, you only pay for those services, and that's only $140 a month for a family of four. Now, let's compare that to Blue Cross Blue Shield family of four, which is $650 a month, mm. All right? Right, okay? Now, that, that that's that's nominal. Now, that's a PPO with Blue Cross Blue Shield, right? With us, now, and here's what I want the audience to hear me clearly when I say this. With the Bang group, there is no pre-existing condition exclusion so you don't have to worry about if you got cancer or diabetes that we're going to exclude you for being covered there is no deductible there's zero deductible and there's no copay so if you and and you can you can use the hsa account with us you can use your visa mastercard debit and we have tricare certified so if you decide that 140 dollars is what you can afford to pay and that you really want to have coverage then when you when you put that money on that when you go to our website and you see that thing down that said pay bill when you fill out your information for you and your family and you put it in our uh, and put our database which is all and I want to hit us for people who may have a medical background everything we have all our technology is hipaa compliant okay it's very important for people to know that we ain't own the homeboy business network we own we do business okay we do republican business I don't I don't want I want to make that clear um, you know, this is multi-million dollar technology that we have in place to, to be an advocate for people so that they know that they got some real folk that understand this, this process, that's going to really advocate for them, that they ain't taking no shorts, that they spent the money already. So they can come to us and know they, they got a friend in the bank group. But to go back to the wellness plan, part of the, of the, the, the inclusive component is this. You as the client get to decide what coverages you want for you and your family based on what's important to you, your wife, and your daughters. That changes the directive from being having to uh, go to open enrollment and they say, well, this is, Romeo, Miss Wiley, this is what you have for Aetna or, or, or Blue Cross Blue Shield under your plan um, and you paid us. That's what y'all used to as a person doing it. Well, now you sit down and talk with Pranetta, and you enter, You tell her, well, look, this is what I want. I want to do this, 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 and this. these are the services we want. Bam. Now, Part of that also includes an initial baseline physical to give you to establish a baseline for them. And it also includes medical, I mean, televisits and virtual visits. So let's say you were already part of the Bang group as a patient. This whole coronavirus thing, you already covered. You don't have to pay anything extra. That 140, you already taken care of because you already paying that as part of your monthly services. Hmm. That, that's what we bring to the to the purpose and to the truck and hustle family, um, me being a trucker, I see the, the I see the cost of of being obese. I see the cost of high blood pressure, of chronic uh, illness, of kidney failure because of, of losing eyesight. Drivers who you know because lack of exercise, lack of mobility, a lot of downtime, so forth and so on. So for me, it's a personal stake because I'm in this business, and 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 you, an advocate, and I appreciate and applaud you for giving us the platform. To explain that, because when you look at people who have a large number of, uh, of, of people on of followers, for example, you know like Kiera, uh, Bella Sloan, uh, Alex Good Energy, they uh, um, Metro Dispatch, um, Innovative Solutions, they need to know that, that now they have a, med- a medical component that they can refer to their not only their staff but they can also refer to the new people that they bring on that can actually give them the option. To choose quality health care and it's at a nominal price. So if you're building a trucking company and most trucking companies have between one and 10 trucks, now you can offer your employees and your staff a real benefit. So now we come now we talk about employee retention capacity. So now you can retain the people because your people know now, hey man, I get sick, I can call Bangalore, I can get on the horn, I can be on my tablet or my smartphone when I take my 30-minute break, and I can see the doctor. And I have my, my high blood pressure pills sent, whatever, or I can schedule. If I'm coming through Columbia, I need an in-person visit, whoop-to-whoop, whoop, and come and see them. So it, it gives everybody the flexibility to be able to know that they have something as opposed to riding out your butt naked. Because when you don't have anything, you know, you just ride, you just willy-nilly. Right. We we give you the opportunity to design your own health care. Let me ask you a question. When last time you sit down with your doctor and put your healthcare plan together? Never. <laughs> okay. That's this this is a Never. truck and hustle. Ex- this is a truck and hustle exclusive. Okay. And uh and, and I don't know how my wife gonna feel about this, but but I got a surprise for you.
0: Okay. Right? Okay.
1: I'm, I'm this is what I'm gonna do for the truck and hustle family. For everybody that comes aboard, we're gonna give y'all a twenty percent discount. Your hashtag truck and hustle um, on your initial visit. So whether it's a Virtual visit, in person visit, medical marijuana visit. And the cost of services vary, but you get the 20% discount. You just have to hashtag truck and hustle. When you put the email, and see when they go to the site, they'll see what I'm talking about. When you go to the site and register, put your information in and your email in, there's a comment section. So tell them to put the uh, hashtag truck and hustle in the comments. And that's for you, Ramel. There we go. Uh, there we thank, go. As a thank you, man. Uh, we, appreciate we appreciate that
0: for sure. Yeah, for fam. sure. Wow. All right. So um, you, you just said a lot. And I mean, I, I, I'm just trying to digest everything you're saying, because what, what you guys are doing is really dope. Um, OK, so basically um, you're saying whether you're insured or uninsured, it doesn't really make a difference. Um, you can put together your own a la carte um, set of, of basically services that 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 are specific to your needs as a family um, through the bank group. And this is something that you, you would pay for on a monthly basis to um, have you guys kind of monitor on a, in an ongoing way. Like, is that, is that what you're saying exactly?
1: This is for the uninsured. If you got insurance, we already, you know, we'll look at, these are for people who are uninsured, who have no coverage.
0: Okay. uninsured, okay. And, okay.
1: They, and they need, and they need, they need some, they need insurance. So we we are no different than Blue Cross Blue Shield. The difference is you actually know the physician and the, and the practice is that you're dealing with it's as opposed to you just saying, well, I'm gonna go over here and see if they take my coverage Whatever. No, we you the, the buck stops here. We, okay. We, you pay, you pay the plan with us, you get the service with us. Gotcha. That's the advantage. That's the advantage. You, you actually know the person and you build a relationship with it, with the, with the provider, because that's the provider that you paying. Gotcha. So it's a provider coverage, And it, what's crazy is we offered this since I got you on the platform. We offered this to the politicians and nobody called us back. Mm. Real talk. They on TV talking about affordable health care. I called the Congressman, U.S. Senator, and the damn mayor and offered it to them, and then nobody returned. So I don't understand the game they're playing with people because we got it. We got the we got the we got the telemedicine, the technology platform, and we got where we control the insurance. So you mean to tell me if you got a medical practice. That has the capacity to put people in a insured uh, uh, component, and they can interact with the people, and they made it affordable. And you mean to tell me you're not ringing my phone? Hell, I pay the phone bill every month. <laughs> right. So, so, so I'm just saying for people who want to keep it 100, th- th- I'm 100 with this thing. We, you know, people need to understand that we not we not out here willy nilly. You know, we we really uh want this want this to be a accessible piece of of medicine that they can feel comfortable enough saying you know what i can relate to them they really they really they really and yeah yeah we got the medical cannabis for people that's going to call in but don't call in unless you have a chronic illness that is condition specific because for now they're not going we ain't out here playing no games with that that's 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 for people who hurt who need that needed services we provide these services for people who need what they need and if you don't have anything we can help you if you got something like I say, we take H- H- HSA, we take Visa, MasterCard, American Master Express, but we're making it so people who don't have coverage or have very little coverage or have a high deductible, have an advocate that can treat them. And especially mm-hmm. with guys in the trucking business or women in the trucking business, y'all, we need, y'all need an advocate and we got the services. So that's what it is.
0: Okay, okay, dope. All right, so Prunetta, let's talk about coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> let, let, let's talk about the uh the, the you know what what's going on right now um the in in, in our country in other countries in, in the world globally. Mm-hmm. Um coronavirus. What is coronavirus? Um let's let's start there. What is coronavirus?
2: Well, when you think about the this virus, it's actually it was I wanna say in two thousand nine, they actually um had eradicated um or I we thought went away. Um, coronavirus has been around for um, for a while now, as far as in the past. People think that this coronavirus is something that's so new, you know, that, oh, it's only been over in the, way over in the Asian countries, which that's where it, it did originate, um, over in um, in China. But the thing is, you know, this is a virus. So it can be spread um, by, you know, contact um whether it's contact and touching or sneezing normally this virus if you want to relate it almost similar to like where people normally have for like a um the flu you know you can have like a cold and just like any other virus you know it's spread by droplets you know it's spread by um um being in contact with um individuals so same thing with coronavirus the thing is the difference is the coronavirus at this point is just is something where it's it's going around on a um on a uh, a bigger scale versus the flu and all these other additional things and it is a little harder to um to eradicate or stop because normally when you hear about the flu you know people get the flu things go you know things happen but it just seems like, you know, with this coronavirus, people are more aware of it because it started from one section and now it's spreading to other locations. So it is a virus. I mean, that's the that's the main thing that, you know, people just have to realize that it's it's something that people can actually um, um, have, whether you're um, you're not your immune system is not messed up and, and you're healthy, here you can wind up, you know, surviving and not having any kind of issues the people that are actually having the issues are the ones that have a weak immune system. Like for example, you know, someone that has cancer or, and they're going through chemotherapy and they're, you know, their body is just trying to fight all kinds of different things. Um, Your elderly patients, you know, ones that are like frail, you know, um, even some of your young children, you know, their immune system is not the strongest, like, you know, a regular healthy adult. So um, those are the ones that normally have the the issues with being affected or that have a difficult time trying to fight off this coronavirus. You even hear of some people that have already have like some respiratory issues, like your asthma patients or um, patients that normally have like COPD or emphysema. Those to me are still patients that have a weak immune system. It's not really a weak, weak spot in regards to them not being able to fight off things, but however, they already have a respiratory issue, you know, a breathing issue. Um, so the major thing that people need to realize is how to either prevent, how to take care of themselves and what to do if it seems like it's getting worse. Um, and that's, that's the main reason for educating people in regards to coronavirus. So your virus is just like any other virus. Oh, I, I, let me, let me back up. Your coronavirus is, um, something of course I should say happens where you wind up, um, getting the virus and it may take a week before you actually start seeing symptoms. Okay. The difference bef- between the flu If you notice, people say, oh, I I was around, you know, John, and he had the flu on Tuesday. Man, by by Wednesday or Thursday, you got the flu. You know, you're seeing the symptoms. You you were not sick at all before, and it hit you like a a ton of bricks and put you down. Hmm. Um, And it doesn't matter whether you're healthy. Immune system is good. You know, you can still wind up getting the flu, get sick, and, you know, kind of be out. But it, it lasts, it goes away, and you're done. Same thing with the, um, with the coronavirus, you know, you can wind up coming in contact with someone that has it, but it may be a week or so before you wind up seeing some symptoms. If your immune system is strong, you may not even, you know, have any issues. You may, you know, it may just kind of, your body just may fight it off a little bit and, you know, you're just seeing maybe the sniffles or, you know, a little fatigue um, or having it where, you know, you have like a simple cold or something or a cough but where it affects other people is when they start having like immediate shortness of breath and it's unexplained. Like, don't know why I'm so short of breath. I'm wheezing, there's no reason. I don't have asthma. I don't have all these other things. Uh, I'm running this high fever. And you know, normally, you know, as a kid, you may have ran a fever of 101. When you start running high fevers, like I see patients come in and they're like 104, you know, that's not normal, you know, right. especially, especially it's worse when it's older and older um, patients as well. And then you may also have some patients that run a fever and then you may have some that don't have a fever. They may not, they may not even have that symptom. They have, you know, I've just been feeling so weak and fatigued. It's been going on for about a, you know, for about a week now or five days or, you know, you start paying attention to all those different signs and symptoms, especially if, it, if now that we, you know we test them and their flu is negative, or we test them and um, we do a respiratory panel, and all that is negative and it's like, okay well, you know why else are you having these issues so then we wind up testing them further to see if they have the coronavirus so now that we see that the coronavirus has been spread it <laughs> i mean like like wildfire um now it's on a different level because of course people have gotten sick and don't know that they have this coronavirus what can you do wash your hands you, you know you hear this all the time washing your hands about 20 for uh, 20 seconds or so or saying the happy birthday song or something <laughs> making sure you're not touching your face and eyes and scratching and you know putting your hands in your mouth and all those different things nowadays you know people You know, you try to shake people's hands, you know, you want to just do a fist pump or, you know, a little elbow here or whatever, but just making sure you have something to clean your hands whenever you're coming in contact with like doorknobs and um, someone, if someone's around you that's sick. Hey, just be careful because you just never know, you know, but um, you can be the person that like you may wind up getting it and you can be the person that actually give it to someone else, but you never get sick, the other person does. So that coronavirus is a little different than, you know, what people are, are um, expecting, like, you know, as the flu. But of course, people are so scared, and I think the reason why they're so scared is because they're not educated about it. Right. Um, right. You know, you see these people wearing masks and everything. I would just say you don't have to wear a mask unless you're the person that's infected, mm. okay? Um, normally we tell you to wear it so you won't infect someone else. Um now, of course, people that have like a weak immune system, like for example, my mom has stage four cancer. So I definitely don't want to bring anything home to her. But normally, you know, you want to just be careful when dealing with um like large crowds. Um, if you're the person that has a weak immune system, again, I'm gonna go back to that again. If you're a person that, you know, um, a frail individual, which is normally like your elderly, if you're someone that's um, like young children that, that um, go around certain areas that can that get sick real quickly, those are people that you really want to be careful about going in large crowds. Now, for people that have like a strong immune system, it's a, you know, it's a little different. Um, not saying that they can't be affected by it, but Normally, if you are a person that's pretty strong, your immune system is not as weak as others, um, being in a large crowd may not affect you as much. The major thing that we're going to tell people is to wash your hands, don't touch your face, don't put your hands in your mouth, those kind of things. And we are now at this point um, expressing people, "Don't, don't come to the doctor's office if you don't have to. Use telemedicine, <laughs> go online to use, you know, you can go online and get educated to find out exactly, hey, do you think I have it? You know, do I need to be tested? Um, we can kind of walk you through and tell you exactly, yes, you need to come in and come into the emergency department or, or come in to have a, uh, a virtual visit with us and we can test, I mean, an a in-office visit and we can test you for the coronavirus if you kind of fall under certain criteria. So normally, DHEC has put out, um, or or the CDC has put out, like, you know, information in regards to being able to educate people so they'll know what to do. If you're sick, stay home. If you think that you may have, just like like the flu, what do you do for the flu? Normally, you stay in your room and you try not to get around people because you think you have the flu. Or if you're tested with the flu, you try not to go around anyone. Same exact thing. But the difference is, with the coronavirus, you have to be quarantined a little longer than, you know, the flu you kind of get rid of in like three to four days. This virus is staying around a little longer. And it, and sometimes if it's already like certain things showing up in your, in your lungs, it can get a little more sicker than someone else. You you know, it can turn into something more of like a viral um, pneumonia or, you know, have a a issue where you start having some, um, some real problems wind up intubated, you know? Um, So, it can get serious. And same thing with, you know, other things, it can, it can cause a lot of respiratory issues. So the major thing is, like I said, starting off at the beginning, just making sure you wash your hands, just making sure you, you know, you, um, if you're sick, or if you're a person with a weak immune system, you know, just kind of prevent yourself from being around large crowds or areas where you think that you can possibly get sick. I don't know, hopefully this kind of answered some questions. I don't know, some 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 patients or people still, you know, get nervous because they, they say, okay, well, it's been in this area and I, I think I may have it because I have, you know, X, Y, and Z, but then they don't have certain symptoms, you know. So the major thing is just, just asking those questions or asking your health professional whether or not if they think that you're somebody that should be, you know, quarantined from someone.
0: Got you, got you. Fitzgerald, is is the coronavirus is the coronavirus hype? What do you think about it as a threat to humanity?
1: Well, first let me address this marketing opportunity. My wife is a very good and astute practitioner. First thing she should have said when she said, "See your health provider," see me at at the Bang Group. That's why we are here. We are here to get the people, the, uh, the Truck and Hustle family, to contact us. She she's the expert, so she needs to say. I mean, she her humility. It won't allow her to say, it. So I'm saying it. Y'all need to call us at, at wwwd and we'll alleviate the questions and put y'all in the right direction. Now, to, get, to answer your question directly, I believe that, just like I made a video yesterday showing the Lysol can and that the rotovirus is on one side and H1N1, which is the swine flu, is on the other side. In between there, it's the SARS coronavirus. And just like my wife alluded to, It's been here, this is just a different derivative. But the problem I have with the news media is that they have extrapolated these numbers and and multiplied them out to fictitious um, levels to scare the hell out of people who don't know no better. And so what we wanna do is we wanna correct this nonsense by being on on the show today and let people know, yes, you should be careful. Yeah, you need, you know, sanitizers, your non-poor services, I mean, surfaces, um using bleaching water and eucalyptus or you spray um you know lysol on there and let it sit for three minutes and 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 sanitize but the same basically the same protocol you would follow follow with the flu you're gonna follow with coronavirus it's just that the corona, noted the coronavirus has a extended period of time for, for lasting but here's the here's the thing <sighs> Congress has approved eight point three eight point seven billion dollars to Create uh, research and vaccines, but none of that money has been earmarked for family care practice. Family practice physicians. We're on the front line. We we the ones seeing. My wife the ones they seeing the people. And none of that money has been earmarked for family practice. We carry this technology on our back. You you ask me do I think it's a hoax? Um, the answer to the question is I think that no, it's not a hoax, but they have taken advantage of the fear factor and their fear mongering to an excessive degree to uh, create a panic situation where and actually facts over fear is what needs to be given, which is the reason why we wanna make sure people in the Truck and Hustle family have an educated understanding of the difference between uh, what they're hearing and seeing on the news and the agenda that's being pushed forward if you have the flu symptoms and you have unrecognizable symptoms in addition to the flu, that my wife alluded to, then you may have, you know, some coronavirus symptoms. But that don't mean that you have the coronavirus. Just take the same precautions you would take in your house, in your vehicle, or with the flu. You don't touch people when you got the flu. Same thing. You wash your hands. You sanitize your kitchen sink, your kitchen countertops, your bathroom. You make sure your kids stay clean. You don't rub your eyes. Same thing. So for us in the trucking business, you know, we interact. With a lot of people, so for me, I keep my lightsaw hand right here. It's like I had in the video. So um, the other thing is this: we need to understand that what is the agenda that these politicians are putting forth with this whole fearmongering surrounding the coronavirus? Is it is it a distraction from the electorate uh, because of the presidential election? Or what is the motive? What is the motive behind this virus all of a sudden? Because in 2016, we had an issue. In 2012, it was Ebola. So what is the issue? Every election cycle, we have, we have a major pandemic. And all of a sudden, it dissipates after a period of time. So this will dissipate, too. Now, my thing is, where that $8.3 billion going? Because like I said, none of that has been earmarked for us on the family practice side. We carrying this monkey on our back to make sure that the general public have access to quality health care ourselves. And that's a, that's a good thing. Um, but the problem I have is that all the money that's been created is not helping the general public. It's only helping major corporations and people develop a vaccine that they don't have technology. They don't even have an idea how to develop yet.
0: Right, right, right. So it's kind of like, you know, they're putting the cart before the horse, but you know, what, 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 do we expect? Um, all right. So, um, Prunetta, um, like Fitz said, you know, you are on the front line, um, day to day. Um, talk to me a little bit a little bit about, you know, your experience being on the front line. Um, you know, the different the, the stories. Talk to me a little bit about the stories um that you experience um doing what you do as a nurse practitioner.
2: Um certainly it's it's many different things that I can wind up expressing to people like, you know, people experiences in regards to, you know, that people can relate to, like yeah. as far as women the weight loss. I got, like I was saying, I had a young lady that, um, my sister actually, she, um, they wanted to do knee surgery on her. And I was just like, you know, let me work with you. Let me, you know, let me, um, let me get with you. Give me, give me about 90 days and let me see if I can kind of help you. So within, I mean, literally she was hobbling. That's how she was walking. Mm. It's been seven, when she came back to me seven weeks, which I see her every week, I see her again tomorrow. But the whole thing that I told her, I said, you don't need knee surgery. You need to lose weight. Mm, right, right. She's lost tw- um, 22 pounds. She's walking with no problems, no limps, no nothing. Her weight went from, what was it, 212 to now 189, I think it is, or one uh, 190. Okay. She was like, I don't need, I, I can walk. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, certain things that you know people, you know, think it's not obtainable to be able to you know see the results. But sometimes, if you just have that person that work with you, because I've been in doctors' offices where the doctor just tell you that you're fat and you need to lose weight.
0: Right, 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 you're right. A woman, just,
2: you know, that's a discouragement.
0: Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. You
2: know, um, you tell someone they they just need to lose weight your your pain is just and it's and true the pain is coming from the fact that they need to lose weight but sometimes you put that in someone's mind and it's I mean it's like a a, a eagle thing it's like you know it's kind of hard to to say okay well what you gonna do about it you know right. most of the time the, the doctor be like okay let me just send you to physical therapy and go on from there right you know instead of just saying well hey but see that's the difference like I said that's the difference in regards to how I like my services. I like to be able to take the time to spend with that person. I like to take the time to be able to say, "But look, if we do this, this, and this, how about we do this together?" I even go for a walk with you if you need to. You know, I'll call me up. Call me up on the phone. I have people. Matter of fact, is I have another patient that's out in um, in uh, Virginia, and so she was like, you know. Um, I'm to lose weight, you know, X, Y, and Z. And I was like, okay, well, let me just tell you, I'm a little different. I said, because the major thing about us is this is concierge service, you know? So she was at at work. She was using her phone, seeing me virtually, and we just had a conversation. She was like, oh, my gosh, I've never had anyone, like, sit on the phone with me, kind of, you know, go walk me through everything. I wanted to make sure that, you know, I knew um, – Hey, call me up. If you having some downtime, you know, you feeling down, you don't, you know, you don't know what to eat or, or you having trouble or just discouraged or whatever, call me up. I'm here for you. Right. So that's the difference in regards to like, like the services, you know what I mean? Like that's the difference when I'm trying to get people to see that everything is, doesn't have to be rush, rush. And even if we are rush, rush, the whole point is you got somebody in your corner. Got A lot you. of times people do so much better. I have people come in with blood pressures and, the top numbers in the two hundreds normally, you know, or I shouldn't say, two, yeah, I have somebody, uh, matter of fact, my my first patient, his blood pressure was like 230 something over like a hundred and, um, I forgot what it was like 110 or something like that. And I was like, this is stroke pressure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really I needed to get you out my office and you need to go somewhere. Right. But the whole, the whole issue was he didn't have insurance, you know? And it was like, he was like, you know, I, I went to so many different people. They won't see me because I, you know, I don't have insurance. I can't afford to go to urgent care. It's too much money. So that those kind of stories to me, you know, is what keep me going. You know, yeah, it, yeah. it, it allows for me to be able to see, okay, let me do this. I want you to go home. I want you to relax. I want you to just do distance this, this, this for, you know, these next couple of days. And I'm calling you, I'm calling you texting me. I want to know how you're doing, you know, that, that morning you wake up, let me know your blood pressure. Right. Let me know about X, Y, and Z. And he was like, man, you you almost like a mama. It was like, <laughs> uh, it was like a couple of days later. He was like, "Um, his blood pressure was better. It had balanced out. He was fine. Um, And I mean, you know, he wound up calling me like, hey, you know, I've never had any kind of service like that. Mm. Then it was, and that's why I said the major thing is being able to tell those stories. Right. Telling those stories because those are people's experiences. It's not; It's not mine. I mean, right. these are... You know, people that's telling me, like, hey, you know, you're the only person. And I had this, um, um, I remember this um, This guy, and this was crazy. I, I went in, and the guy, his wife was sitting here, and his ex-wife was sitting on the other side. And I was like, <laughs> I didn't know who to look at. I was like, I'm just gonna look at him. I'm right. not gonna do anything else. I'm just gonna look straight at him because I don't know who she was saying he needs to do this and this. this. The, the, the ex-wife was saying he needs to do this and this, this. He finally just told the ex-wife, you need to, just need to be quiet. I'm like, what the heck? I'm like, look, I'm gonna focus on I'm gonna focus on what I'm here for. Right. So I took my time out with him, and this was the a man that didn't look like me. Okay. And he mm-hmm. was pretty well established. Mm-hmm. And, um, I was like, you know, sir, you know, if it's any more questions, I had finished with this, you know, assessment and, um, you know, told him what my plan was and if he had any questions and he was just like, no. And I was like, well, sir, you know, you, you, you have a nice day. When he was on women and wait, wait, wait. I have to say you were the only person or he said as many doctors I've seen you have taken so much time out with me, like literally, like you listened to what I had to say, what was going on with me. You took the time out. I get that all the time. Mm. Most of the time, that's, that's my whole thing about me in this service. It's not just, let me, let me get you in, let me get you dollar, right. dollar, get you on out. Right. It's more about, that's the way the patient uh, will actually get better. If they feel like the person is on their side, if they're saying, okay, you know, you're, you're with me, I'm with you. Right. Listen, we, we can do this together. I want you calling me. I want you, out, you can text me. So I have people text me, hey, my blood pressure is X, Y, and Z. I'm doing a lot better. Or, you know, hey, my, you know, my weight is down to this, this, and this. So I encourage a lot of, a lot of women. I see a lot of women in our, in our weight management program. Of course, you know, it's men that's like, hey, you got a weight management program? Well, what what can I do? You know, how can I wind up getting this service? You know, of course, we explain to them, like, you know, we do the cavitation, which helps to um, break down the fat, help to break down the A1C. So then people's A1C is not way up here. And A1C is like a um, for diabetes. Okay. So being able to get that A1C down. That helps people to lose weight. When you're A one C and your blood sugars are going like this, that's what keeps people in the point of actually gaining weight and can't lose it. Gotcha. So I had one lady that um came in, she was like, I can't I cannot get my A one C down. Actually I had two. cannot get my A one C down? Um this young lady, we started with her at the first beginning of the month. By the end of the month, her A one C went down two points. Which allowed for when she went back to her doctor, (laughs) she went back to her doctor and he was just like, "Um, um, I can get you off of this medication. She was on like insulin and all this other stuff. And they were like, we can just put you just on metformin. Normally metformin is good because it protects the kidneys. It it doesn't allow your blood sugars to go up and down. It actually keeps, you know, um, low key. And um, she was, she said she looked at them and was like, what what were you talking about? They was like, your A1C is normal. Like it was back down to being normal only because of the fact we had her on the weight management program. We were doing a cavitation. Like I told you that breaks down the fat in the uh, major in the stomach areas and also doing like the liposuction ultrasound. Everything is non-surgical. Okay. Yeah. It's like non-surgical treatments. So um, her A1C was better. The other guy I had was a guy that I put on medical marijuana he was like, oh, I, never, I, I can't sleep. I got chronic pain. You know, I got this, that, and the other. Um, I, my blood sugars are always 200. And he was, a, he was a type 1 diabetic. Type 1 diabetic, they don't make insulin. So it's like they always are going to be, like, you know, giving themselves insulin injections. Uh, I got a text from him because I was like, you know, I always wanted to make sure, you know. And he's in Kentucky. Okay. Tennessee, Tennessee. I told you I see people all over the place. All
0: over the place, right? Oh,
2: yeah. So this guy was in um, Tennessee, and he was like, you know, um, I said, well, you know, how's the medicine or whatever, you know, how how's everything going, you know, whatever. And he was like, oh my gosh, he was like, I I I couldn't take that medicine during during the day. He come on, I I was ready to, um, uh, I felt like I had a couple of drinks. (laughs) I was like, okay, It was like, he had to balance it out or whatever. Right. And then um, he was like, but I figured out, you know what I need to do at night because normally that's what we try to do we try to balance it out to see what works for the patient so then they can kind of adjust their their medical marijuana mm. and um he was like okay so I started he said he started noticing all he needed was like five milligrams at night and put him to sleep I was like okay that's good then I got a text and I was like you know just checking on he was like oh my gosh he was like my my blood sugar my blood sugar's Every morning lately have been 100, which a normal blood sugar is like 70 to 120. And we're okay. talking about a person that doesn't make insulin. Medical marijuana, I can go on, I can go into detail about medical marijuana. Go ahead, go ahead, whole, so, talk whole, about it. That's a whole, whole other story when you start talking <laughs> about the medical marijuana, because they do it. I mean, you're talking about here's relieving pain. You're talking about people that have appetite issues, you know, that's not really eating. To, um, in order to gain weight, we call that um, people that wind up, you know, having, you know, cancer, being able to have, you know, we have some people that have like poor neuropathy, which is like more people that have diabetes and they have all this pain, and like nerve pain. Anytime you're dealing with medical marijuana or um, it's going to help for any kind of nerve issues, because of course it works on the nervous system. Okay, so when I say the um, people that are on like drugs and when I say drugs, I'm not just saying like, you know, cocaine or heroin and those, those different things. Right. I'm relating to people that have, you know, been on medication. Like I, I had one guy that was on medication, um, uh, Percocets. You know, everybody like they, their Percocets, you know, that's like a, a ser- we always consider it as a major, major narcotic. I mean, right. People are like overdosing on this stuff, like like candy. You know, yeah. we matter of fact, like we just had a person that came in overdose, uh, a heroin overdose.
0: Mm. Heroin. Wow.
2: Heroin. Young. Young. These are young people now. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but the the guy he was on Percocet, and um, I was like, look, you know, I, I can help you try to get off of this medication, but you know, of course, it got to be something that the person wants to do, because some people just love that high. Right. and that's the difference either you just love the high or you really want to get off your your medication because it is something that can actually get you off of these continuous chronic pain medications and get you on something where you can just kind of reduce down because I, I have patients that's on so much medication it don't make any sense it almost <laughs> you're trying to figure out how where you're walking around right Next right right you know, i mean you um then you have people that get narcotics and they're taking them you know more often than they're supposed to. But like I said, the guy, he wanted to get off of his um, pain medication. At least that's what I was told. But <laughs> that was a whole mm-hmm. other story. It really wasn't, you know, I don't think he really wanted to get off of it. He wanted another prescription. Right. But the whole point was, I can only help you if you want to help yourself. Medical marijuana is something that is, um, you know, something is something that you can wind up using for a benefit in so many ways, dealing with blood pressure, diabetes, you know, your chronic pain issues down to, um, you know, um, just more like sleep, just relaxing, you know, cause I mean, you could take it in all different types of ways. It's just on how we dose it, right? you know, in order to try to either get it to a point where you need, you know, stimulation during the day and relaxation at night, we can wind up tweaking it, you know, to kind of change the THC and everything and all those different things. But so I think being able to talk to many different people and relating to them, um, whether it's dealing with medical cannabis, because a lot of people, you know, the the stigma is it was such a bad drug, right? You know, um, you, you, why are we using it? Why we have this? But where 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 do we get where do we get the marijuana from? Where where does marijuana come from? The ground, right? it's grown. So, I mean, it's, it's something that's natural, but, you know, I think it's more of how society have made it where it's so it's illegal, you know, it's, it's still a drug. It's, you know, it's not good for you, but then we see all these benefits, right. all the science background, you know, of course they're still working on it. It's, it's been well tested and developed more in like, I should just say California. Like I said, I, you know, I love me some California. Now, <laughs> <laughs> when you come to the South, it's a little different, a little slower. You know, right. what I'm saying a little slower pace. Hmm. So I mean, like all those, all those states on the East Coast, and then it, and then it stops. North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, and then right. we go to Florida.
0: Florida has
2: it. Right right right
0: so the the majority of the people who enroll with you guys are they are they enrolling for the for the medical medical marijuana purposes or like what do you got what do you what are you seeing
2: well actually you know i'm I'm almost seeing a balance like you know um because i get people that want um like the um at first i started off with people were like oh i you know that same thought my blood pressure is high because I can't get my blood pressure pills. Okay. Why? And why? Because my doctor says I need to, you know, um, come in and get some labs drawn and, you know, get, um, get up, make an appointment. But their appointments are six months or three months out when the person's out of their medicine. Mm. So I'm, I was getting a lot of people that were like, Hey, you know, I heard that you can, you can get me my medicine and I can send them, Um, Hey, go here, go get your labs done on your time when you get off of work. This place is open. Go ahead and get your labs done. Um, So it started becoming like where I was getting a lot of patients where the high blood pressure they just really needed their blood pressure medication just to keep them from out of the hospital. Okay. Then I started, then it was like, um, oh, you do medical marijuana. So they'll tell a friend and tell a friend that tells a friend. And then I was starting to get people that were having issues with sleeping or, you know, um, you know, I I just need to relax or I'm trying to not smoke. And I want to be able to do, you know, something alternative or I want to get off of this medication or I want to be able to, you know, um, get off of this pain medicine. So I started getting a lot of those patients. Mm. They started coming. And then I started getting the weight loss now. Of course, it's January. (laughs) (laughs) Right. You know, people always think about that weight thing right at January 1st. Right, right, right right
0: at January,
2: yeah. uh, Yeah, so we wound up, um, you know, really hyping up, making sure people were aware that we had the wellness center and that we were able to help people with their weight management, with um, doing a plan. You know, we have a plan where people can come in and um, it's a service plan. They're able to see us like we want to see them every week. So it's normally a 90 day plan and people follow it with, you know, no problem because of course we're interacting with them. You know, they come in, they get the cap, the cavitation. Like I said, everything is like non-surgical. So they do the cavitation, which is um, breaking down the fat. So when you start having all of these love handles, you know, people getting all these BBLs and all these different surgical procedures, some people right. can't afford that, but the right. other alternative is um, um, the cavitation. The um, uh, ultrasonic fat freezing, we can actually help the, um, to break down the fat and make you excrete it in other ways. What? But, what um, yeah. Could
0: you explain the cavitation? What? Is, what is, what's the process of that? How does that so,
2: work? So, all right. So, cavitation is more where um, you're using ultrasonic, um, or actually, with the cavitation, is more heat. Okay. Um, where we're basically melting the fat. Okay. So you, um, we're we're moving. The fat around, but at the same time we're loosening it up. So once we loosen the fat up from from the, the tissue, because it's also tightening up your skin, then eventually what happens is that that fat starts to kind of break down. Once it starts to break down, then it starts to find ways in order to excrete it to pull it away from your your um, tissue. Okay. So you we have people drink a lot lot of water. And once you start um, doing the cavitation on a um, regular basis, because you have to have several series of the cavitation in order to help work down this fat. But normally people lose two to three inches off their, off their waist within a matter of two or three weeks. So as you're losing this weight, you're of course, like I said, you're screening it in other ways, if you know what I mean. Right. Um, And then what we do is in the second week, we do the fat freezing. So where we actually, once we're trying to break up the fat, we freeze the fat, so then it won't come back. So then you can also excrete it again. Um, And the next um, part is the ultrasonic um, liposuction. Okay. So instead instead of having the surgical part of someone going in and actually doing the surgery, we do the liposuction where we actually start to suck out some of the fat and it's excreted as well. But all of it is, is a, uh, a process because basically, fat is like stubborn. You know, it's lazy. Right. It's just like sitting there for some reason. You know, those love handles that you can't get rid of, it's just <laughs> like sitting there. So, normally, you know, we work with those and um, help to break that down because, of course, like I told you, when you start having all that belly fat and you see that all on television, you know, you hear about all this belly fat. That's where you start seeing people start to have high blood pressure, diabetes, or their blood sugars out of control, mm. um, heart attack. Your, of course, your stroke comes with other additional things from high blood pressure and some other things. But the major, major two is um, um, where you're holding all that fat, you're causing more health issues. So, if we can get that fat release and fat down, we can help you with your diabetes, we can help you with your blood pressure. And then, of course, we also offer um, the tablets that help to control your diet. Those tablets will help for you to be able to do, um, you know, manage how you're eating. And then we also teach you, you know, different meal plans in regards to like, you know, what's the best type of foods to eat? Uh, what, are, what are some of the things that you want to kind of incorporate in your, in your diet? And then we incorporate the vitamins as well because all your all your essential vitamins people are away from that. I mean, it's like no one eats healthy no no more. You know, right. I mean, it's like everything is fast. Right. I mean, you know, everything's That's fast. Food. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we give you all the vitamins that you need that goes along with the supplements because of course when you start getting rid of all the fat and we're actually you know um, breaking down a lot of the. Um, water kind of like that's in your system that's why we have you drink a lot of water Um, you can get dehydrated so we we replace it with you drinking the water your vitamins and then also um, uh, making sure you have a, a healthier diet
0: got gotcha. you so, so this is awesome that that this so this is all a part of like the weight loss management program that you guys offer yes yeah, so,
2: with the bank group
0: so so you got so you would actually come in office to do that to do that um. Uh, mm-hmm. That procedure. Yes,
2: yeah. but we can also come to your home. Oh, really? It is. It, it is a way where we can actually um, have it. Where you know, if you set that up, where you want someone to come out to you, our machines are portable. Mm. So normally, um, what I've been introducing to some people have a have a party, have a have a get together where you can wind up educating other people about you know how people can get healthier and um, losing weight at the same time. And who, who doesn't like a party?
0: Right, 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 for sure.
2: I'm who doesn't like a party? For you know, sure. you wind up having a party, but at the same time, you're getting educated, you know, and that's where that part that I talk, talk about, you know, being able to educate a friend. Right. You know, Being able to help someone else and preventative, preventative medicine is the key. People don't, people think about everything else. Oh, I'm in the hospital, but why are you in the hospital? Well, my blood pressure is this, that, and the other. Well, if you would have did preventative medicine, which is more so making sure someone's following up with your blood pressure, making sure someone's checking your labs, make sure your kidney function is good. Right. You won't have any you won't have those issues. Right. It's like changing the oil.
0: Right, right, right. For sure. So, so like if you wanted to, like, like you explained earlier when you set up the, uh, the package that you want monthly, Mm -hmm. so that would be like one of the things you choose or would that be like one package itself? Like for the weight, weight loss management.
2: Yeah. That weight loss management is one package. So normally, um, like I said, it's a 90, it's a 90 day package. So we break it up. You can use your HSA card, you know, um, your flex spending, of course, credit card, you know, cash. But we we break it up so you can afford it, you know, to be able to um, to do it. I, I know Fitz always says, um, break it up to tell people how much it is per. What do you say every paycheck? I forgot how he how he you know he's all he's the salesperson. He probably can tell you exactly. Uh, he probably can tell you exactly what how how to break it up. But normally I always tell people. How, what, what were you saying,
1: Fitz? Reduce it down to the ridiculous. Make it a daily cost. For example, if you have a a uh, increased payment, let's say let's say your, the payment is is one fifty a month. So you do a you do a, you do a dollar. We call it a dollar down. Do a dollar down. So it's one fifty a month. You break it down to thirty one days, and you say for you know essentially um, for ten dollars a day, um, you can have this process or product. I mean, and most people realize that you know ten dollars a day is not going to hurt me. Or five dollars a day is not going to hurt me to do this. So would would you mind? You know, you so I, I tell for that. Look, you you tell them. You know, ask them. Look, with twenty-five dollars a day to save your life, um, and help improve your health, be too much. And most pe- and most people were like, Nah, okay, well, That's what we do. That's what we doing. We we we're making it where for twenty-five dollars a day, you essentially can reduce the weight, improve the health, um, chronic health issues
0: that you have, and it's all done non-surgically. Hmm. Got you got you. that makes sense that makes yeah. sense so so is um h- how are you guys doing with enrollment now like how how's the how's the business doing
2: It's going pretty good I, I always say pretty good, just always <laughs> say look it always can be better, which of course it always can be better for sure my my whole thing is you know um each time it's always been where you have one person or we started off at zero. Like I told you, when I first had my first patient, I was like, is it real? Minute, yeah, is right, right,
0: right, right, right. You actually, we actually have a patient? Okay. okay
2: wait you sure this is real? You know, <laughs> that they call you on the phone. Maybe you should talk to them, because I don't know if I need to talk to them. Right, right, but right. It, it just started like trickling, you know, and then it was like a little trickle, like a drip from a faucet. And then eventually it started being where it was like, okay, it's um, this person. Oh, I got, this, I got several appointments today. I got, you know, a couple appointments here. And then, of course, the nice part is um, Fitzgerald was able to get in touch with No Grease. Uh, I think it, that took him—I don't know—he probably can tell you six months or so to kind of get all that lined up for us to be able to sit down with them and um, work with the um, the um, family, the wellness plan that we were talking about, where people that are like bar, um, barbers or um, people that that's in the cosmetology um, area places where people have small businesses without insurance and they don't have anything to offer here. They're making, they're making the money. They don't think about their health, you know, they right. make the money, but then when it's time for them to get sick, like how you said, urgent care services, the ER, and then all that money that they made, you know, they, they wind up getting this large bill at the end. Yeah. So, it was nice that he um, was able to get in touch with them because they have um, like several locations. I want to say like seven or something like that. Um, and of course, it's, it's barbers, you know, that um, some of them had like insurance, I guess through their spouse, but most most of them don't, you know, don't have insurance. So they need something. And that's what Fisher was um, referring to in regards to someone, you know, that is in the industry here you want some type of you want something you know you don't want to have it where you don't have anyone to turn to for care you know and that that was a nice part in regards to us being able to set that up with um with the no grease um so so, so they so, so
0: they were all so so how, what's the no grease situation talk about that fits with 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 the bar okay, so
1: so first of all i want to say to answer your question what happened with no grease was um I'm a big cigar smoker, uh, so Jermaine and I met at uh, Cigar Lounge in Charlotte, and we, we were talking about you know the practice and and um, you know the barbershop and how we could interact in terms of what could we do together. <laughs> to know these guys' story, Jermaine and Damien are two uh, twin brothers who came down from New York and started a barbering uh, business in 1997, and it has uh, manifested into a barbering school. Seven different um, locations between Charlotte, Columbia, and Atlanta, and they are uh, the preeminent um, barbers' uh, business in that area. Um, uh, but more, most importantly, they believe in investing in us and in other Black businesses. And knowing that um, that we had a quality service with the band Group that fit that would fit the criteria for what they would have as terms in terms of a servicing provider um, based on the level of, of, of clientele that they have that they service. So it was a good it was that kind of fit. So the timeline took so long because one, um, both they teach Jermaine and Damien. They, they involved with the teaching and the business and just being able to kind of get the the, 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 um, the dynamics of having seven locations. Educated that this is an offering, and getting them getting them to say yes. You know, hey, this is something that is beneficial. But hearing hearing something beneficial and agreeing to it is two different things, right? And so that timeline took about seven months, as Panetta alluded to. But at the beginning of the year, as you saw in the video, um, everybody was sitting around our conference table um, is a decision maker, and the main decision makers uh, were there, and it allowed us to have a a namesake that is well-respected throughout any industry. Um, the, 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 the No Grease uh, family is well-respected, period. So we wanted to have that to introduce the wellness plan in that manner so that people can say, you know, hey, if, if No Grease believe in the program and what they have, it's got to be. So they they vouch, basically. Mm, gotcha. um, and so for us to 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 be able to to catapult or, as people say, pivot, um to the trucking industry um was the next phase of the wellness plan because the day-to-day that I see <clears throat> with the preventative component that Panetta is an advocate of, and with me wanting the people to have the affordable option to have quality care in our industry it was only um propagated by me being able to get into a group. And so this is all a collective to allow the people that's in our industry to have access to quality care and technology medicine. So here, this is here we, here we are.
0: Got you, got you. So with with the no grease um, collaboration, what do they have? All their barbers underneath this wellness no wellness plan is that was that what's going on?
1: What they what they've done they they signed up to offer all their barbers the opportunity. Got to you. Sign up. And gave them just like if you 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 say okay Ramel Watlin Associates, I have switched over from the Blue Cross Blue Shield to the Bang Group Insurance and working with me, this is what I'm offering you uh, mm. as a cover- as a coverage option. So we're able to for those who choose to join the plan, these are the these are the coverage options that we have. That's what they've agreed. That's what they've agreed to do. So we were able to provide the barbers that choose to use the services. You use our services. So for me, that was a very uh, big stamp of approval. Um, and I, you know, because you know, having a, a, a black business that's well established in that in the entrepreneurship sector, say, hey, man, we're gonna rock with you. That was good because you know they could they could have very easily have gotten Aetna or Blue Cross Blue Shield or somebody else because they're established, but they chose to go with us and and. And the question, if you were to ever reach out to them, they asked during the meeting was, well, how come more doctors don't do this? And, and the question, and the answer is this, you have to be willing to forego that money. Because you know, if a doctor making $300 and a half million a million a year, he or she, they're not finna for the typical one, they're not finna to forego that to start a practice to, to make it where you can afford to get something. So, right. but when you see the bigger picture, the money becomes less of an issue. You still need some money to survive. But when you can help more people get that, the money comes. The money gonna come.
0: Right. That's, well, what, that's what. Go ahead. Why are there so many? Um. Why? Why are the costs so exorbitant in healthcare? If you guys are able to do it at such a a, a, a lower price, where or where where's all the other money going? Lobbyists,
1: uh, pharmaceutical companies, the insurance companies all gotta get paid. So they have to inflate the costs to justify their existence. And mm. what they tend to do is put the pressure on the physicians and the practitioners to ascribe to their set of business philosophies and say, well, look, we're going to charge them this much. And since, uh, for, quote unquote, let's say everybody wants to talk about what President Obama was able to do or do or not do. And then so what the drug companies and the insurance companies said was OK. Yeah, we're we, gonna we have universal coverage. Okay, fine. We're just gonna make a high sale. We're gonna raise the price. And right. then you choose us or else. So we took the or else part out and said, The hell with them. We controlled us and we got the physicians. Now what? Mm. We own we own the business and we own the insurance. So holler at me. That's how we look at it. Like, man, the hell with y'all. We're gonna control everything. We own the practice and we own the insurance plan. Check, 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 and checkmate.
0: So that's where we are. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. How, how how difficult is it to get, get get Was it to get started? I mean, because I mean, this seems like a huge undertaking. Like just just getting the business started and getting every setting up the network and all that. Like, how difficult was it for the business people who are listening? Because I know you no know, people are interested in business. Like, how did you guys even put this thing together? Like, could you guys talk a little bit about that? Yeah, Marathon Express and, and, and Chase. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, hell, I, I hope Herman listening, because I, <laughs> I needed him, um, and, and, and I already reached out to him, so I don't, you know what I'm saying, so if you reach out to him offline, it's all good, but um, basically, ain't no, basically, we bootstrapping it, so let me give you the backstory on how this came to be. Yeah. So, as as you know, I drive, and my wife and I had sit down, so it literally came down to, okay, I'm gonna buy me five trucks, or I'm going to open this medical practice. So, what I did, I got into my room and I prayed about it for a week. I ain't never told her this part. So, me and God had a conversation and I told him, whatever the answer is, that's what I'm going to go with. So, what happened was I had a, I, I don't know if you call it an epiphany or a, a, a crowning moment, but I, I really respect mm-hmm. what my wife's ideal is because she's good people. And I realized that I didn't want to be that 60-year-old guy riding down the road, bumping and shifting 13 gears. So I figured that, okay, I can help more people by starting to practice. And then I'll put my stuff on the back burner. And if it materializes, fine. If not, I'm always going to have my CDL. But we need to get these people to to to, to get this uh, affordable health care now. And with the fact that she had the certification, she had just got back from California. She She's the first certified medical cannabis uh, practitioner in the state of South Carolina. So it, it was, we want to get in position first. And that was the thing I looked at. Okay, we we get in position first. Can't nobody say they were there before us because when she, when you look at the picture in California or the certified practitioners, her face is there with the group. So you can't lie and say that you knew this before. And, and so for me, um, I wanted us to get to this technology and be in position so that we could offer this and already had the experience and the knowledge base to be able to tell people this is what it is. But from the startup standpoint, bro, we bootstrapped. You know, we carried, we, we took cash and we took credit cards and we leveraged, uh, you know, we leveraged our uh, our knowledge base and our relationships. And that's what we, that's what we
0: are. That's what we, how we started. Ain't no magic. You know, we, we use paper and credit got you got you and what about the process as far as getting like like you say HIPAA certified and stuff like that is that difficult
1: um well she could speak to that aspect of the business but I will say this from the administrative component um of course we did the typical things like I filed an LLC with the state of South Carolina uh so people can understand that and let me speak to that so people can know you know a a, a medical practice is set up just like a trucking business so I went through the whole processes of, of filing the LLC, opening up the business bank account, establishing the office, getting an official website, um, physical address, um, and, uh, you know, uh, uh, getting us situated on Dun & Brad Street. Now, this is what, and what I want to allude to is you hear people talk about Dun & Brad and having a payday score, and but they also need to understand that you also have to have the business credit component with TransUnion, Experian, and Equifax. So we set up there as well, because you hear a lot of people talk about Dun & Brad, but all Dun & Bradstreet is, is, is a registered service where you may have three or four commercial trade lines, but you still need to have your business credit as a component of that. So we're able to make that shift now because we set the structure up properly then, Okay. last year. You know what okay. I'm saying? So we could move forward. Um, the difficulty, no, the, you only, it wasn't difficult because I've been in business thirty years. So a lot of stuff that may will may have would have scared somebody else is because I've owned a, mo- a mortgage company, I've owned a car dealership. I've, you know, I've done high level business over the last thirty years. It was just part of my DNA. And what I wanted to do was free my wife up to practice the medicine, and I take care of all of the foundational establishment stuff. Right. And so um, now, now I will tell you this. Now I can't take no credit for that website. Now she. She did that website. So how I take it that website, she did that. Well no, right. we didn't hire somebody. Nah. And and and, and 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 the technology piece on the medicine in terms of the telemedicine, the virtual medicine, that's all her. The other thing is this that people need to know is that when when as a physician's office, you do like the Kevin Costner movie. You build it and they will come. We have to pre-spend all the money. To get our to get the licenses and insured she has to be licensed and insured in each and every state that we practice in you you don't just show up with with like a snake oil salesman talking about, i got a, a, <laughs> jar, a, 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 a jar of healthy juice now playboy if you if, if you ain't licensed in, in jersey you ain't practicing in jersey and they going to mm-hmm. verify that through the dea so she has the dea license and what they call an NPI registration, which is a number that shows that she's licensed as a practitioner to provide those services as a physician in that state. So when I tell you that we licensed in seven states, you can pull it up and verify that the band group is exactly where we are. So we, we again, we ain't doing homeboy business. We spent the money up front to be able to talk with, to have this conversation today.
0: I love that. I love that. And I, and I wanted to get that out of you because people need to know that. You know what I mean? People... Um, you know, there's there's different businesses out there and stuff like that. And people need to know that, like you said, we're doing real business here. We're certified and mm-hmm. and, and the licenses are there. Talk to me a little bit more about that process, Prunetta.
2: Well, you know, um, as far as getting licensed in all these different states, some of them can be a beast. Because I know New York is like a, a tough cookie because, you know, they want so much information. They want, they want a left kidney and a right kidney. I, I was sitting up here saying, my goodness – send this, send this document, send this document, send this document. So it's, it's a lot involved, um, for someone that's actually a nurse, they know how involved it is in order to get a license period. But I mean, you know, they go, take you through the wringer because of, you know, of course you're working on patients and they want to make sure you don't have any kind of, you know, criminal background, all those different things you getting fingerprinted. It is the same process. However, now when you're on the provider side, and you're talking about being able to provide um, prescriptions and care for people, for some reason, those prices seem like they just want to just keep creeping up. You know, it may have only cost you, you know, $50 in order to get additional nursing license. Well, I'm here to tell you when it's more on the provider side, it's a lot more costly. So um, basically I looked at all the different States that either I can practice on my own Um, or any other nurse practitioner can practice individually. So I had to research those particular States. And then of course I had to pull all the documentation off of their, um, off of their licensing website to see exactly like how much the licenses cost. So some of them, although I had a license already in South Carolina and a DEA and a, um, um, a controlled substance, um, 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 license because you have three different licenses just in that one state so i already had that just in south carolina so you know of course i was just like okay well let me go to you know i wanted to do florida florida you know to me was very easy um because it was just more of applying some um additional giving them additional information like some digital fingerprints um and paying for that because of course that was that was a good $150. So it's like each thing, it's like, you know, each state want their own little money. Right. And, um, it was a process because some states will say, okay, you're a nurse, um, or you have a nurse practitioner license. Okay. So you're multi-state license as a nurse. Cause when you're an RN, you could be multi-state licensed already. Only because you fall under this umbrella. Well, like I said, it's a little different when you're a nurse practitioner because everybody wants some money. Um, when I went to Florida, like I said, that was easier. Uh, I applied for the service, applied for the license. I had to, you know, of course, pay the, to have the license. You pay also additional for um, for the controlled substance. And you pay for the DEA. Well, let me just tell you that DEA for every state that you go to, is $725 okay. just for the DEA for that. Um, for you actually getting your controlled substance, it depends. Sometimes they allow you to apply for that and you don't have to pay an additional, but sometimes that's an additional $250. Then if you're also trying to get your license, depending on which state it is, like I'm, I'm just going by just Florida. Yeah. That for the license I applied and I think I paid, 75 dollars okay and let's look at california california theirs is totally different when i applied for that one the major thing is they were like okay we don't honor no nursing license like i already have my license out there as a nurse but of course i'm on a different platform now so i'm like okay i'm applying for a nurse practitioner well they wanted 500 dollars just to apply for a nursing license this don't have anything to do with anything else just for your nurse practitioner license you had to pay 500 575 dollars wow. wow on top of that if you want a dea license that's another 725 and on top of that if you want a an, um your controlled substance license that's another 200 and something dollars mm. so uh arizona arizona was also pretty high i think when i applied to arizona that one was um um now if i was just working as a nurse I have to pay anything, maybe $50, but on the level of a provider, I think I paid $375 for just a license in, um, in Arizona. And again, $725 for that DEA license. Um, when it came down to, um, Maryland, Maryland was pretty easy to get as well. Um, I don't want to say that they rob me blind because they actually, they're, I mean, they, they are wanting like nurse practitioners to come there. Right. They're wanting, you know, us to come and service the people because they don't have enough providers. Mm. A lot of, a lot of doctors are getting out of the business because of the way, the way you get paid, you know, um, the insurances have slashed like the costs so um maryland i mean they were all like you know please come out here please you know so i think i spent maybe a hundred and if maybe a hundred and fifty dollars i think for my license you know and um 725 for some reason that DEA people <laughs> they like that $725 like that number don't they i tell you what, it don't change <clears throat> that $725 so when you start you know you start thinking about all this that's right. not even including applying for your insurance that you right. need to... like here in South Carolina I pay $1,900 a year so um it, it starts getting costly when you start looking at all the, you know, all the different states. Now, it's not like you have to apply for this license every month, right? But you know, um, each state is different. Some, like Maryland, theirs was when your birthday came up, and I, I was like, I just, I just got this license, and it was like, <laughs> okay, well, guess what? In two more months, we want that two hundred and twenty-five dollars again. So that's why they want people there, right, right, right. Makes, you know, they're they're still getting that money, but right. they like it for like two years. Gotcha. So that, that's a good thing about, you know, just have to kind of keep up with like all the different um, locations, but we have a, a website that pretty much tells you, okay, this license is about to expire. Go ahead and send your money. You know, so it kind of keeps me up to date in regards to all that. But my main thing was, you know, when I first started out is I was, I had this little checklist and I went down my checklist, like, okay, you know, this was my goal. This was my mission. This, you know, just kind of doing all the, all the different things. And then where I wanted to be licensed, you know, where I can actually practice at, how much is it going to cost? You know, what's all the requirements? Cause I mean, it's a, it's a lot of research that you have to do before you can even start applying for some of these places, because if you're not falling under their criteria, they won't give you a license.
0: Right. Um, right.
2: They If kind of you do that whole, whole little cycle. So um it's, it's uh it's costly, but the way I looked at it was like each each month I was like, Okay, I'm gonna apply for this one. And then I was like, Okay, and another month I'll apply for this one, you know. Right. But I tell you what, when I went to California and I applied for this, I I told for sure, I said, My goodness, I said five hundred dollars to apply five hundred dollars? Yeah. But I mean, you know, it's worth it. It's yeah, worth yeah, it yeah, for sure. Now, yeah. Now I can say I'm on the East coast and now I can say I'm on the West coast, you know, now I can right. say I'm, you know, up in the Midwest and down South. So right. it's right. a good feeling, you know, because I know now, Hey, it's just a, a, a matter of growing, you know, in other Get, additional states. Getting, so getting, the,
0: getting the word out for sure. Yeah, so yeah. how, how many states, how many states are you guys licensed, in, licensed in again?
2: Um, Georgia, Florida, South Carolina, North Carolina, Maryland, uh, New Jersey, Philadelphia, Delaware, um, New York. And this is this is adding in other people that are nurse practitioners. Right. Um, in Arizona.
0: Got you, got you. And all this stuff is public information, right?
2: All, yes, all, yes,
0: All these records. Do, where, where can people go? Because I like I like to establish a trust so people can know that they can look this stuff up themselves and see.
2: So you can go to um, normally it's, uh, LLR, uh, which is like the License Bureau. Each state should have their own License Bureau. And normally you can put in like the provider's name and you'll be able to find their licenses. Now, what they do is each state, um, you may you may have to go to like each state in order to see like the person's name because if you pull a person up like say say it's Florida so you may go to Florida you look under the license bureau and you say okay I'm gonna look for Pranetta Brunson well it's gonna show you that I have a license and you know South and um in Florida I'm not sure if it shows up online you may be even able to go online and and see all the different locations I'm not sure if that if that's how it works. Um, I've never seen it that way, but um, I know normally if you go on it, you'll see where it says my name and you know all the um, detailed information in regards to myself. Right. But if you look in South Carolina under, because each state has their own license bureau, so you'll be able to look up the licenses. If it's not me as another provider, then you know of course all you have to do is. Ask us, hey, who's another provider that's in this area? They can go on that on the website, look up that provider's name, and they'll show that they're a provider with you know um, that's credential within that state. So um, that's really how to, how you can kind of confirm all the all the information. Got um, you. Public it's public knowledge.
0: Are are you guys looking for um, other partners currently in other states, or how how are you guys doing that, like for like in office visits and stuff like that?
2: um actually you know i guess as we expand we will be looking at something like that because of course we can't be in every state right um but the main thing that we wanted to do is focus on like the south carolina area um and expand out the major thing i wanted to do when i started was i wanted to get the licenses first because my thought was what if i expand fast right how you know how how soon i'm going to be in you know, uh, a need here or a need there. You know, so my thought was, you know, let me go ahead and at least apply for the licenses. If I just, if I decide that I'm like, hey, I'm in, I'm in Florida today. You know, right. let me go ahead and see people in Florida because the, the the intentions um, are, you know, if we were to expand out in Florida and you know have it where you know we're seeing patients down there for like medical cannabis because they require they have certain requirements where you know, I have to be licensed in that state in order to give you the recommendations for medical cannabis. If I don't have a license there, I can't give you any kind of, I can, I can treat you as far as like regular medicine. But if I wanted to be able to do medical cannabis, I had to be licensed in that state to, to be able to do those recommendations. Mm. So that was my thought is let me get the license. So then I can, you know, know that I'm already, I'm ready. I'm ready to be able to handle whatever comes, you know, when it comes to different States. And then when we um, added on the physicians, you know, it was more of this is division. Right. And they were on board like, okay. Oh, I see. Okay. I'll apply for my license here. So one of the physicians, he applied also for Georgia, he applied for New York. So everyone that's that's on the team is like, you know, okay, well I'm here. i got my license here. I got my, like, One of the other young ladies that's in the northern area, she's licensed um, in the Philadelphia, Delaware, and New Jersey area. So she's in that whole tri-state area. The other young lady, she's licensed in New York, California, and South Carolina. So it's like we're all kind of like all over the place, but at the same time, we see the importance of it. We see the reasons behind it because being licensed in multiple states give you that opportunity to be able to service more people.
0: Right, right, right. For sure. How has the community embraced what you guys are doing?
2: Um, actually, they 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 love it. They're almost like I've never seen this before. But then I'm <laughs> thinking, you know, this is like I guess you know I'm, I've been in California for so long, and they're like they're 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 like the train, and we're like the bus. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like um, trying to get people to to be educated about it. Like, as soon as I say, okay, well, go online. Let me show you how to do a, a virtual visit. People are like, oh my gosh, that's so cool! But then you use um, you use um, video chat all the time. You chat with your friends. I don't see why it's so different. But you know, <laughs> right. people just like, oh my gosh, this is so amazing. I guess because it's like a, a, a medical practice or a doctor's office. Like you know, most of the time, like people say, I'm just used to going into the doctor's office. Right. I'm not used to you know, I like this. This is like so convenient. So I right. I get so many people like. Oh my God, this is so cool. Matter of fact, one of my um one of my other patients, she was she had some back pain. She was actually calling me from New York and um she was at the airport. So and matter of fact, if you look on my Google, I think or Yelp, I think she made a comment about um uh how she was at the airport and I was able to call on her prescriptions in California. Okay. So um she was at the airport. She didn't have time to do, you know, of course, see anyone. But she was like, I'm in pain. My back is killing me. You know, every time I move, I'm getting spasms. You know, we talked about certain things or whatever and just kind of walked over, um, um, you know, what have you tried? What, You know, we, we can kind of work for her. And And believe it or not, it was where I think her husband was on vacation and she got hurt so um she was like but i'm not gonna have time as soon as i get back to california i gotta go straight to work i was like, no problem i got you right so once we did everything by the next morning um actually that same night i, I was able to electronically send all her stuff over to california everything was there she was able to get her medication when she landed and um i mean she was good to go she and of course like i said you can go on our website you can see all the you know all the reviews on there in regards to like, you know, people's and people, different situations. Matter of fact, I had a lady, her, um, her daughter lived here in South Carolina. She was a student at the college. So that's okay. where it also comes in handy too is because this young lady, this uh, mother, she was concerned about her daughter and she uh, got in touch with me, um, in regards to me seeing her daughter here in South Carolina. And she was actually in Boston, Massachusetts. Okay. So, um, spoke with her for a while she was like hey i saw your website you know i see that you guys do telemedicine you know um and i want you to see my daughter i was like no problem her daughter couldn't get out the bed she was sick mm. so we did a virtual visit and her daughter had and, and amazingly her and here this is the mother the daughter is a, a, a I uh think she was 19 20 years old and she was like mom They'll, they'll never treat me. How could they treat me just looking at me over the, you know, over the video or whatever. Right, right, right. So it was so funny that, you know, she was like, oh my gosh, this was like so quick. You were able to, you know, diagnose me, get me, you know, what I needed. And like I said, I sent her prescriptions off electronically that was sent to the pharmacy. I called her mother back and was like, Hey, I got to speak with your daughter. just let you know that she you know she's um she's doing x, y and z. this is the plan. she was like this feels it feels so good to know that somebody is there you know for my daughter here you know I, like I told her, I have a child, I know exactly what it feels like to be you know miles away and you can't do anything right you know, it's a little different, but when you know that it's someone that that actually cares about making sure that the person is getting better then it's, you know, it's a little, it's a little different. It's reassuring is what she said. Yeah. But, um, so I mean, we get people from all over. I mean, the nice part is people see the the need and the convenience and even in the community seeing the need for it. Because like I said, you know, um, a lot of times that people, um, make an appointment, it comes over my, my, um, my email. So normally I'll know, okay, Hey, I got an appointment or my schedule may come up, but they, that same morning and say hey you have several appointments whether it's virtual or whether it's in office normally i try to do my in-office visits on thursdays if possible but sometimes you know i try to change it up for people for um for i guess assistance because some people can't come in just on thursdays right but you know but either way the nice part is you're you don't have to rush you can go ahead and see your um your provider you're at home chilling, watching television, you know, realize that you need your prescription refill. Like I just got a call yesterday and the guy was like, hey, oh, I need my, you know, my prescriptions refill. And I was like, no problem. Go online, do X, Y, and Z set up. Um, actually his was a telephone visit because I had already um, seen him. It was just more like a, a refill. He called me on the phone, um, said, Hey, you know, I need my, my prescription refill. We did a telehealth um, visit. Go ahead and pay your money online. It's, uh, everything is online. Pay this money online, and his prescription is sent electronically to the pharmacy.
0: Gotcha. That
2: was it. Ten minutes. Wow. That, yeah. Wow,
0: that that that's this is this is game changing stuff, man. Um, for the virtual visits, do you need any particular um app or software or anything like that? Like, what? How do you guys you do?
2: We actually have two apps. So okay. One app is called On Patient. On patient um, allows you to see all your like history medical history your labs those kind of things so if you ever go, go into the hospital you can you know pull that app up and you can say hey I just saw this is the medication I'm on you know these are the labs I'm on it kind of gives you like your your um, chart in hand okay uh, we pretty much once you become a patient I enable that service for you but of course you have to be a patient or you know set up set up a virtual visit or an inpatient visit with us and then as far as for um, the virtual visits the other app is called next patient okay it walks you it walks you through it once you once you go on our website and you actually um, schedule you pick what type of appointment you want whether it's inpatient um, telehealth or um, in office if you pick that virtual um, health, then you'll go to the next step, which says, you know, alternative medicine or, and really you can kind of pick, um, if you if you don't see what, what you um, what you want on there, you know, because it may say something like blood pressure medicine or refill or it says refills, I think is what it says. Say if it's not a refill and you're not sure, you can always just pick alternative medicine. It doesn't mean that you want medical cannabis. It's just saying you want some other kind of alternative medicine that's not on that list. Once you once you click that and you, you um, scroll down, it's going to have your providers. I always tell people, just like Fit say. I always tell people, pick me, you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so you, you go to my spot, and it'll show, like, all different times. You can pick a time that's convenient to you. Pick that time, push the enter button, and then it's going to ask you for, like, your email. You know, it's going to ask you for some additional information. Well, on that second portion, um, you can put in, hey, you know, I need X, Y, and Z, you know, how do I do 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 this, 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 or um, where are you available? You can send a message. And then once you hit enter, it sends an email, not only to me, but it also sends an email to the other individual. Once you get that email, right? Once you get that email and you click on that highlighted uh, email portion, you click on it, it's gonna walk you straight through like, hey, this is what you need to do next. Download the app, it's called Next Patient. You don't have to have the app open. You just have to have the app on your on your device.
0: Got you. Um,
2: once you do that, then it's going to um, bring you back to the original email. Allow for you to say, tell your provider you're ready. You click on that button. Say, uh, or it's going to make you sign a consent to say, I, you know, give approval for me to do a virtual visit. Um, and you hit hit that button, uh, push enter, and you let the um, the provider know that you're ready. And then my face shows up and your face shows up.
0: Got you. Got you. So it's the two apps are on patient and that, that on patient basically leaves your chart and 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 that's like your ongoing chart. And the next mm-hmm. patient is how you actually connect and and do correct. the uh, virtual visit.
2: Correct. Correct.
0: Oh, that's yeah. cool, man. That's, that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's really cool. So what, what, what's, what's next for the bang group with everything going on? Um, what what do you see the future uh, of, of the bang group next five years
2: i'm looking at um and i'm sure fitzgerald feels the same way that within the next i should say we take one step at a time but within the next year or i should say within this year this is the year that you know now that everything is all hyped up about telemedicine virtual virtual medicine Um, I see where people will start to get used to using the services. It's just like when someone had a cell phone and maybe you only got to see five people with a cell phone and then eventually they wanted those cell phones in everyone's hands. Well, it's the same way that we're working on trying to make sure people are aware of virtual and telemedicine with the Bang group, knowing that we're here to be able to service the people, the community here now with like I said, with the coronavirus going on and they're recommending, and actually um, in that bill, it's recommending for people to do telemedicine, even to the point where I think Medicare and Medicaid has approved um, where they'll pay for people to have um, 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 telemedicine visits because they weren't paying for that before. And now they're allowing that. So the major thing now is being able to get people educated and seeing this grow where people are actually using our service more and it actually cut down on the cost of people running to the, the um, emergency rooms for simple visits that, you know, they don't have to pay all this money. Seeing people not have to run to like urgent care services or, you know, trying to figure out how to take care of themselves and uh, they can't do it because they can't get off of work in time or, you know, I see in five years us being, of course, where I want to be nationwide is where I, will, I would like to see the Bain Group, where we're in multiple, multiple states helping many different people and families um, with their services at affordable um, prices and not having it where we see so many people where their blood sugars are out of control, you know, A1Cs, their, um major, major overweight. We see all this obesity. So, you know, being able to incorporate like weight management, being able to incorporate all the different services that we provide for the families and not have it where people are going without medication because they can't afford to go to their doctor or they or their doctor saying, hey, I can't give you this prescription because you need to come in for a visit. Well they can't afford the visit. So my main thing is to be able to see people actually afford their health care and um, have it where more people are joining as far as providers in the same goal of being able to offer services to patients at affordable price within the Bang Group um, Association. That's where I see us in five years.
0: Got you, got you. Fitzgerald. Talk to me. Fitzgerald, talk to me, man. What's your vision? I'm sure your vision aligns with your wife's um, yeah. for, for for the band group but talk to me about where you see things going in the future
1: I, I see I see us playing on a national platform especially after this um, after you put this out to the truck and hustle family because uh, my wife's a CEO and 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 she and other women CEOs need to be able to co-mingle or sit down and talk about how do we implement this? This is what I see. I see a, 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 I, I see a supergirl moment um, where you have women who are in charge of their businesses and inter- in, industries use the bank group as their medical component, uh, and and we become that default service for major companies or, or small or medium, medium-sized companies because that will help us to help them grow. Because you got... Um, various sectors that offer certain kinds of telemedicine in the transportation industry right now, but they can't tell you what, who their physician is. They just pick up the phone and call a doctor. Well, the advantage of dealing with us at the bank group is that you actually will have a live human being that you can talk to, that you can virtually or video see on a day-to-day basis. And I see us be, I see us implementing that um, throughout the, throughout the industries is starting with this transportation industry and making that a national a national, um, na- a national, a national day-to-day thing. Now, the reason for the name of the bang group because people want to know a lot of time, I named the I named the couple the bang group because bang is the Indian word for marijuana. Okay. So there is a. It wasn't just something that just popped out. It's it there's a, there's an essence between it, behind that. There's a new reason for that. And we want to also give people the option to have qualified. Medical cannabis treatments that is condition specific to their ailment on a national basis. As these other states come online, there's 34 states that are legal now for medical or recreational. I think another 11 or so that, that are not. Um, most of them being in the southeast. But as the as the these states come online, we one of the impetuses for us being in position is to be in position as a not a thought leader, but as a provider leader who already is doing it like my wife already certified as a medical cannabis specialist as a practitioner she's been invited to speak at the national association for cannabis nurses in september as a lead provider this ain't something she just now starting we already in the business so for us to be a family care provider on the telemedicine and virtual medicine and in-person side we already have the components that if you a business we, you and I can sit down, and I say, "Hey, Romel, listen. These are the options and alternatives that I offer you at this cost. What is it costing you now?" And you say, "Well, I, you know, I had no, I can't afford it." Okay, now, now you can. So now, what it does, it shifts the opportunity factor for small or startup companies to get get a, to get their employees a real healthcare option that includes high technology medicine. Okay, so again, we have physicians and nurse practitioners on a national scale um, in various markets that we've reached out to that want to be able to practice unrestricted medicine. And what I mean by that, a lot of times your physician or care provider can't practice the medicine he or she wants to because they too busy filing insurance documentation. They too busy being limited by the HMO. They too busy trying to meet the mandates to the PPO. Well, with us, because we control the insurance, we created it, we control it. Now you free to practice medicine the way you want to. So what that does, it frees up what we do, what we, Our platform and, and our ideology and our strategy, our business platform brings freedom to other physicians and practitioners to be able to employ them. For example, in the state of California, over the next two years, they're gonna lose 5,500 practitioners or physicians in the family practice, the main line, of general practice to retirement, um, just out of migration, so that shortfall will allow us, with us being a California licensed provider, will allow us if we, we choose to open offices in various areas to provide that infrastructure to people on the front line. So that growth, that growth projective is real. Um, telemedicine is slated to go for, to a hundred and thirteen billion dollar industry by two thousand twenty-five. We we it's two thousand twenty right now. So if you ask why we in the business, we in the business because it's not the money, but you help enough people get what they want, you're going to get what you want. And right. that's what we want to do. We want to help enough people get quality, affordable health care in multiple markets where we can not only employ care providers, they can provide the care, but we also provide and provide the platform and the freedom. But we also want to be able to give it to people at an affordable price where we can we can control that cost, whether it's Brooklyn, New York, and Red Hook, whether it's Jacksonville, Florida, whether it's in Tyler, Texas, or, or, or in Crenshaw, uh, in Los Angeles, in Long Beach, in Crenshaw, or it's uh, here in South Carolina, uh, or in South Carolina, period. So we want to keep that situation available for people to be able to use that, feel good about it, and from a name recognition standpoint, say, hey, man, I'm a member of the band group why aren't you that's the that's the conversation i want in five years i'm a member i'm part of the band group why aren't you so that's what we mm. are
0: got you what would you say the band groups approach to um patient care is would you say you guys have more of a holistic approach or is it like like what what, what what's your um a, a, a approach to medicine if, if you un- understand what i'm saying like do you yeah. guys yeah can you explain that yeah. a little bit sure yeah we use a, a, a natural some people call
1: it homeopathic i will um Our DO, which our our other family physician, that's his specialty. We try to keep things natural as much as possible because, as my wife alluded to earlier, there's an opioid crisis. That's one of the other impetuses behind us um, opening up the band group and extending that care uh, component. We want people to keep as close to natural medicine as possible and to be able to give them that option and alternative. Like, we, you know, she can help transition some of these people or uh, they have the opioid crisis, you can actually help them transition off of that. That's what, we, that's what we're here to do, man. We're here to help people not be sick and prevent them from getting sick as much as possible. And those and those things in terms of a naturalized medicine approach, that's what we do. You know, we don't want you running around here getting all the sets, Percocet, Oxycontin, so forth and so on. If there's a natural alternative, then we want to be able to give that to you and help you with it so that you not only can get better, but not become dependent upon some of these medicines that make you sicker in the process.
0: Got you. Got you. Got you. All right. Prunetta. So (laughs) just want to kind of start wrapping things up. Um, You know, as always, I love to always, you know, ask my guests for a a final thought, um, a jewel, a a takeaway, something you just want to leave the truck and hustle family with um, before we close out the show. Um, you know, I appreciate you guys for coming on, um, today and, and, and sharing, um, this information with us. So, and, and, and also I just like to get, you know, your information, how to connect with the bang group, so forth and so on. So go ahead. Final thought.
2: All right. Well, my final thought is telemedicine, (laughs) virtual visits. Come see us at the bang group. We can take care of your services that you need. The major thing is, I always want to put out there is that we're pre- we're preventative um, services. Our services are geared to prevent you from getting to the point of having, you know, ex- um, the high blood pressure. Let us let us get you tested and watched over you to make sure that you don't get to those points of having diabetes and you know you hear all these other ailments. So the major thing is preventative healthcare. Come see us at the Bang Group. We're located at. 1320 Main Street. I know I know you're not located here in South Carolina. One of these days you may come to South Carolina or if you were um, to see someone that's actually um, in New Jersey, whether it's a virtual visit, the major thing is to make sure people remember the name, where to go, www.thebankgroup.com, how to go on the services. And that is so convenient and at an affordable price for them. The other thing that I always tell people is, you know, health is always important. We want to be around for a long time, so you know, if 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 it's not you, pass it on to someone else to make sure that they take care of themselves and just get themselves checked out. That's one of the things that I always um, uh, tell another person is: look out for your other brother, look out for your sister, look out for your friend. Just you know, sometimes we just need to look out for each other in order to kind of make the community run smoothly health wise so that's just my key point out there and just also for people to know that you don't have to suffer alone or you don't have to think that you know because you can't afford this that you can't get you know your blood pressure tablets or you are going to you know um not get your medication because your blood sugars are high just know there's there's somewhere to go which is the bang group in order for them to actually have um reasonable services someone's there in order to help so that's my that's my main thing is always preventive care, being able to reach out to other people.
0: All right, all right, all right. Fitzgerald, final final thoughts, sir. Final thoughts
1: are two things: each one teach one, and lift him up. He ain't heavy because um, we all in this together. Um, I found uh, a lot of great people via your channel, your situation. Um, Innovative logistics. Uh, shout out to Adam um, Winghead and his staff. Uh, he's helping us, you know, a, a business partner put together a new trucking company. We're in the process of doing that. So shout out to you um, and um, and Alex. Good energy. Uh, Kiara, uh, Herman Dose. A lot of lot of people that's already part of the truck and hustle family. Uh, I follow and am motivated by not just this story but their work ethic and their commitment to uh, their craft. And and it's not just their success, but their, their innovation. Um, so for me, it's, it's it, being in the trucking business and being in the medical field in terms of being a uh, stakeholder. It allows me to offer um, our component to the rest of the family and alleviate the question marks because that's what we do. You know, we, we, we give them that confidence of knowing that, hey, I can make this recommendation on the medical side and feel just as confident as I would if I recommended Herman with Bella Sloan or got with Kiera with and, and learned how to run trucks and, and, and dispatching, or Metro Max or, or or got with Alex or got with, you know, uh, innovative logistics. So that whole enclave of each one, teach one, lift, lift them up, he ain't heavy, is very, very um, Transparent and um, um, available here on Truck and Hustle. So my my last my last comment is this is that uh, being a part of the Truck and Hustle family, hey, hey, listen, y'all, if you're not sick and if you need help, or if you got somebody in your family you need stuff and you're not comfortable with going out in public, hey, get in touch with us. That's why we're here. Uh, our area code is 803, prefix is 724. Last four digits are one two five zero. Oh. Um, go on the website www com, and then when you get there, you'll see my wife's picture. Choose her as the as the provider. Register. We can keep your information. Everything is HIPAA compliant. And let's build these relationships and grow not only these businesses, but let's help these families get healthy, stay healthy, and enrich these lives. Because you can't. You can't build generational wealth if you're dead, and, and, and you sure as hell ain't effective if you're sick. So let's help y'all stay well, and thank you once again. And I also, um, Ramirez, want to extend you an invitation to come to our podcast, which we will begin on March 22nd. Uh, it's called Hip Hop and Healthcare. So when you, when you decide to make your rounds down south or what have you, want to extend the invitation to you as well.
0: For sure, for sure. I definitely take you up on that. Listen, guys, I, I, I appreciate um, you guys coming on today. Um, this was definitely, um, you know, a show that we, we haven't done touching on topics that we haven't touched on yet um, on, on, on this platform. So I appreciate you for bringing insight and shedding some light um, on, you know, things that are going on currently with the coronavirus and also um, in the health healthcare space. Um, guys, definitely check out the BANG group. Um, go to the website see what they're about, you know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, we definitely love to share the information, share the value. You know, guys, I appreciate you, man. Thank you so much for coming on today. And um, we love it, we love it, all right? Thank you, Ramel, appreciate you. All right, for sure, man, thanks a lot. If you like what you heard, it's only gonna get better. Make sure you subscribe and leave us a comment. Let us know what you wanna learn or hear more about. Till next time, love is love, truck and hustle.